1: time for Inside the Gamecocks, the show with Phil Mullinax and J.C. Sherbert.
2: So, how many of you would say you speak English fairly well,
1: but with some difficulty? Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, sir. You play
0: to win the game.
1: Now, let's take it away, J.C. and Phil.
3: Welcome to the Gamecocks, the show. JC Sherbert, Phil Molinax here. Good morning. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to all you. Happy Friday. <laughs> what a difference a day makes. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I got up you know, last night. I was just sitting there thinking. I was like, you know, this double Dole Loggins thing or Logan's. I don't know how to say it. Log. I, I'm going with loggins because I've been to the danger zone, Phil, and I don't care who knows
2: it. That's right. That's right.
3: You know, uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> is I it just th-
2: something to have fun with for a day? What the? <laughs> I,
4: I, I
3: did a little research, I kind of talked myself into it. I was like, well, this guy, you know, it was stressed to me. He's not going to be Satterfield, not all, not going to run the Adam Gase offense, which would have been a disaster. Ugh. Uh, not going to do this, not yeah, but you know, j- just like my, my context, and look, guys. I would have not put myself through this much hell <laughs> had I not been you know, confident in my info. Uh, it was never a done deal, but I do think it's safe to say that that guy was the leader in the clubhouse at least for a few days. Um, you know, there's talk thrown around there about the, him running the pride. And I, I believe the offense would have looked, you know, uh, in terms of play calling and, and formations and things a lot like what they did the last two weeks of the season. Um. And I think the idea there was a, a guy that's coached quarterbacks for 10 years in the NFL, you know, I think the NFL focus was, you know, now that it was kind of laid out to me, was more about quarterback coaching than maybe the uh, actual scheme. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because you you, you, can, you can run whatever you want. You know, the NFL runs some mighty creative stuff these days, uh, but it's that individual coaching that I think uh, – was, was kind of a, a nice little carrot. And look, they've known this guy for a long time. A lot of people in the building have known it. Uh, they get along well. Uh, my understanding is, from a couple of Arkansas folks, that he's told people out there he's staying and that no offer really came. So, we know how these things go. They're full of plausible deniability and all that good stuff. But uh, it looks like if you did not want him, you, you did not have him in the pool, <laughs> then uh, – then you're good to go for right now. You're, I mean, you're, you're, you're safe. The other candidates are still out there. So where do we go next? I, you know, I, right before this stuff broke, before I went to karaoke night,
4: hmm.
3: um, I heard, Phil, uh, Kevin Johns from Duke's name for the first time, uh, from a source, Mike Shanahan's name for the first time. I heard Joe Brady's name for the first time from a source. Um, You know, these are all sources that are in college football here, there, and yonder. Keep their ear to the ground on these things. It's not a, uh, not a, uh, those were not internal sources. Uh, But, you know, you connect the dots. Kevin Johns had, you know, a stint with Pete Limbo at Memphis. Knows him, has to know him because he worked with him. Um, Watching Duke this year, fellas and ladies, uh, that's, they, they, okay, so Cutcliffe leaves, you, you sort of think, well, they hired Mike Elko on defense, right, Phil? Mm-hmm. Uh, the defensive coordinator from AM. Uh, heck of a coach. You kind of think, well, maybe they'll be tough on defense, but they're going to miss cut on offense totally. Well, all of a sudden, this guy gets there with with Elko, and man, they are the, the most they are the most physical uh, freaking run. They're, they're the most physical run team from Duke since I think they had Randy Cuthbert when Steve Spurrier was there. That's a name from the past.
0: <laughs> uh, half our audience
3: wasn't born then. That was 89. So right. uh, look up Randy Cuthbert on YouTube. Um, but their physical downhill run game, but then they also have kind of like a Mike Norvell-esque pass game over the top of them. Uh, I like that. I like the combo. I, and and look, Duke going eight and four this year. <laughs> I mean, who the fuck You know, I I, you know three and nine when the 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 winningest coach in school history leaves, they hire a D coordinator from, you know, A and M, and you're like, ah, well, Elko, Elko, hello, Mister Elko, (laughs) Elko, Elko. You know?
2: Rebuild, rebuild is rebuild. what that reek does, right? Yeah.
3: <laughs> and, and I don't know, if I, Phil. If I, can you look up what Bowl Duke is going to? Do you know what? Bowl yeah. Is? Let's see here. Let me let me figure it out. Because that will be of interest, especially if it's early. Maybe there's. I think the Sun Bowl in El Paso. I had a dream last night. Carolina's bowl got changed to the Sun Bowl in El Paso, and mm-hmm. then my fiance was begging. Actually, it was my. It was one of those dreams. I don't know if you guys ever had this, where like your current girlfriend and your ex girlfriend are in the same place and you're kind of wondering how you're going to balance this. That happened. <laughs> that happened. Carolina was at the Sun Bowl, and uh, they both were like, don't cross the border into Juarez. Don't cross the border into Juarez. Welcome to Juarez. <laughs> I wouldn't go anywhere near Juarez, if it, no. but I do like that bowl game.
2: That's um like the we the Military did. Bowl.
3: Oh, up in uh, Annapolis. Annapolis, yep, right? Yep, DC, mm-hmm. Annapolis, Annapolis, Maryland, yep. The Military Bowl. So that, I think that's a heck of a bowl game. Virginia Tech's been up there. North Carolina's been up there. Uh, Annapolis is a beautiful place, by the way, uh, for those of you that have ever been up to the Maryland shore. Um, we have John Barber, J.B. Mancock. Bigger news to come at 11.15. Everybody's looking forward to that a whole lot. If you guys have been on the Big Spur since the mid-2000s or late-2000s, you know all about bigger news to come. If you're on Gamecock Central, uh, the year that uh, Carlos Dunlap was a recruit. Yeah, yeah, you remember bigger news. <laughs> Both. Uh, no. Those those threads were a lot of fun, and John's a, a huge Gamecock, has some connections, very demonstrative, uh, and also owns Express Sunrooms, our our lead sponsor, the title sponsor of the show. Um, and he's going to tell you about Express Sunrooms a little bit too. But he has, uh, you know, normally we don't we don't always bring advertisers onto the show because uh, you know you don't want you don't want to turn it into an infomercial. But he has a lot of editorial value, so we're going to let him come on and and pull it like that. All right, Nana Sports chat box. Look at my hair, by the way. I don't have the you, visor today. I, no, I totally yeah. T- I was like, on the you, phone.
2: Are you using some product this morning?
3: No, that's called a cowlick, Phil. No. <laughs> Haven't even showered today. It's been a rough few days.
2: I wouldn't uh, know.
3: I did buy some new soap called a man bar. It smells delicious. Uh, all right. So for Nanosport, award-winning Sports chat box, by That's the way. That's right. Jerry, Jerry says, good morning, fellas. Great day to be a game cock. And with the news about Logins, yeah, everybody's happy now. Will said today's a brand new day, especially compared to yesterday. Yeah, it sounded like a death march in here yesterday. I mean, oh and look, I, yeah. I, I was a little taken aback, man. And, you know, usually I'm pretty quick to think about things. I just had to process it. And, and by, by the time this morning came, I was like, look, it's just uh, it's unhealthy to have a riot and tear down all the good things about the program because of, of a stupid coordinator hire. I mean, that guy, you know, their coordinators are very important, but look, man. You know, that that's not a reason to like run off Juice Wells and Spencer Rattler and, and not get recruits and stuff. And that, you know, if you have a Tennessee level right Shiano riot over a coordinator, mm-hmm. you're gonna be the laughing stock of the country. Um, and, and so I, I tried to calm everybody down. Um, but I, yeah, it puts know, us and, in and a well, difficult
2: position. You know, it's like you're not trying well, to spin yeah. it, but you just want everybody, yeah, all right, everybody take yeah. a breath, just take, take a, a breath. breath.
3: <laughs> You know, uh, you know, so I think uh, all's well that ends well. Um I will caution you I can't rule I can't rule Dole Loggins out. So you may still have to pour yourself a big Dole Loggins, won't you? I'm gonna still use that by the way.
2: Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm not gonna That's pour
3: right. it down your throat, but we'll still talk <laughs> about it. Oh yeah. Stop by you Enjoy just
2: head. sitting back and watching your family rip itself apart during the holiday season. Well, grab yourself a quiet corner and crack open a dole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, beautiful. That's beautiful.
3: Phil. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, Kruger says, good to hear the hire is less imminent. I still think it's going to be next week. Um, I shouldn't have used the word imminent because uh, well, I was told next week, right? So I shouldn't have said – because people were, like, watching for planes and an announcement and stuff, and oh it, it was never that far along. That's my dumb butt fault for not including every piece of information that I have. Uh, Craig says, I'm kind of wanting Graham Harrell now. Clint says, I still want Riley or Browse, but Harold wouldn't be bad either. Jan says, not asking who it's going to be because you eliminate who it's not going to be for the names we've heard outside of Dan Mullen. Eliminate Dan Mullen. Eliminate Phil Longo. He went elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, based Buster Faulkner, uh, Georgia's analyst that kind of coached up Stetson Bennett, uh, he, he would love the job, right? From what I, what I'm told, but he uh, he hadn't. There's been no contact there. Uh, so that's the deal, right there. So, um, those guys, uh, you know, I, I tend to think that. You know, like Graham Harrell is a name that's been floating out there that, that I've heard here, but I've never heard it from anybody on the inside. I mean, it very well could be him, but I've never heard that from anybody on the inside. Um, have heard Garrett Riley's name. Have heard Kendall Brow's name. Uh, have heard Kevin John's name. Uh, you know, so we'll see about that. That EO was Loggins' news a test run to get feedback. Now nah, he was he he was the leader in the clubhouse. Uh, I don't know what, why an offer didn't come, but I, I, I'm pretty sure that that was, you know, I, and I, I don't think it had anything to do with outrage on the big spur. That, that's ridiculous. I think, I think there's just been some new developments maybe, you know, um, and, and look, that, that guy's at his alma mater. He's happy. He's well-liked out there. You know, maybe it's not time for him to jump into a coordinator job. I I, I do, I will say this. Even though all of you, you know, just because the resume is probably, in my opinion, uh, and rightfully so, not attractive to South Carolina fans right now because there's been a lot of, you know, experimental stuff and all that, right?
2: Yeah.
3: Um, Just because the resume, you know, was not there doesn't mean I don't, you know, after kind of digging into like some X's and O's stuff, I I think the guy would have been good. I think we would have all just had to sit here and uh, and dream about it <laughs> uh, until North Carolina next year in Charlotte. And that's a long time for negativity to creep in, you know.
2: yeah, it's eight months of having to stave it off and it'd be a little tough.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, Nana sports chat box. Uh, coach Red Bayou is looking at property on Lake Murray. Uh, I know Coach Red Bayou. There's coach old by the way in the summer. Uh, <laughs> I coach with them. At Wolf of Lafitte High School in Louisiana, we had crawfish together one time. Go Tigers. All right. Mm-hmm. Chucky says, give us the lowdown, JC. JC went all danger zone on us, 76 says.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, Xavier says, Did you think he was the front runner and the outrage changed that? No, the outrage is kind of contained because I, I was worried. You know, There were some people making comments on Twitter, but it wasn't like a Tennessee Volunteers. You know, Clay Travis didn't get involved. I mean, it wasn't like that. And I, I was like crazy, you know, on, on that one. So we got to get to John, I guess, because we were right up against it.
2: Yeah, Nana he Sports just popped in box. the box here. So okay. let's hit the, we'll hit our first break and then we will bring him in.
3: Yeah, Big Rooster does make a good point here. It doesn't need to be a big time proven OC, just someone to continue what we did the last two games. Well, my understanding is that that's what Logg is. That's just about what everybody's going to do. You're going to see that style of offense. All right, quick break. John Barber, bigger news to come. Return bigger news to come the show. The It's, show. Never, it's never been yeah. a video or, or audio format. So bigger news to come the show. John Barber coming up right now after these messages on, on the show inside the game Kaiser.
4: Golfers and wannabe golfers Former Gamecock golfer Meredith Taylor Is now a full-time golf instructor In the Midlands of South Carolina In-person golf lessons are held At the Country Club of Lexington Half hour, hour, on course, 9 or 18 holes And if you're outside of South Carolina Meredith conducts virtual lessons Just send in your golf swing for analysis Gift cards are available for in-person one-hour lessons Connect on Twitter at Mayor Taylor And find her online at McKellarEnterprises.org Her email is on the website Schedule your next lesson lesson today with meredith taylor former gamecock golfer
0: gamecock nation do you need a place to stay for the big game many hotel booking engines keep all the commissions but at fan plans you support inside the gamecocks still earn your hotel loyalty points and you receive an email with direct confirmation from the hotel whether you are visiting columbia to cheer on carolina or hitting the road to follow the team get in the stands with fan plans Uh, this is coach old
3: Now back to the show. Gold Tigers in the (laughs) song.
2: Welcome back to Inside the Game Cox the show, everybody. The show is presented to you by Express Sunrooms in Columbia. Give John Barber a call, 803-446-4662, for your new sunroom edition. First hour of the show is brought to you by Cindy Searfoss and the Coldwell Banker Kane Realty Team here in the upstate. She's right out of Spartanburg. Give her a call, 864-414-5271. And we're joined by none other than John Barber from Express Sunrooms. Morning, John. How are you doing today? What's going on, Phil? J.C.? Uh-huh,
3: huh, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's up, man? John, it's a little bigger news to come, video, audio style, man. It's the first uh, broadcast uh, version of it. Glad to have you with us. Uh, everybody's been excited about it, That i have told that remembers from back in the day. And, uh, you know, it was uh, such a popular thread and a fun time covering the Gamecocks, right? Uh, you know, you put that up. People just go on and on and on. It was probably one of the first like super popular independent threads. That was a lot of fun uh, and all that.
0: Man. Well, i tell you what, JC, when you go back and you think about the first time walking into the, never forget. First time I met you was at the holiday inn in Starkville and me and, and Keith, the cock father walked in and um, we kind of sat down and, and, and that was the birth of um, the site. And, um, from there, you know what, what's amazing is as much fun as that was, and um, man, we did drop some bigger news. That you know, I was blessed back then to have a business, and a lot of the guys: Sidney Rice, Kenny McKinley, um, Norwood. Um, I mean, I can sit here and go, Corey Boy. I can sit here and name a bunch of them. You know, those guys work with me, and so um, you know me. I'm sitting there, and you know, while they're working, working. We um, we had a lot of conversations, man. So much so that I, you know, ended up doing the eulogy at Ken's funeral, and just a lot of great times. And the the neatest part of it all is that through all the years, and went through the divorce, ended up selling my part of the site, and um, but me and you've always just remained best of friends, and you know I've, I've kept a lot of those connections. So you know everybody's like, well, he's he's old old news, and. Um, maybe they're gonna get some bigger news here in the next few weeks, as we go, <laughs> so I'm um, super excited, man just just super super excited.
3: Well, first before we get into that, yeah, tell us, uh, you know, we've been talking about Express Sunrooms here, uh, and uh, obviously, title sponsor of the show. Um, I I don't know, maybe I say it wrong. Uh, I, I think a lot of people, and a sunroom is is more, you know, because I was like, well, it's a summer edition. But really, a sunroom is more like something you enjoy in the winter time. So I don't know. Uh, did most people uh, end up deciding to go buy and get a new sunroom or, or or all that like during winter months? Is that the are those the planning months for that?
0: Believe it, yeah, believe it or not, JC, um, my business has turned into a year round when COVID came. You know, everybody was staying home, so. They, they needed extra space. So everybody in the world wanted something on the back of their home. A better way to describe what we do here at Express Sunrooms is we build what we call backyard retreats. Everybody likes to get out in the backyard and really enjoy the space and, and family. And we, we do everything from sunrooms, screen rooms, decks, pergolas you know you want a an outdoor area to grill out and just have fun anything you could dream up or or dream up of or imagine in your backyard that's what we do is we roll into january and head into the spring when people really get out our number one product is we have what's called um express porch panels you can take a porch we'll come in we'll turn it into a quote unquote um sunroom for you by putting in these vinyl windows that keep all the pollen and the rain out. So lots of neat things. Me and Phil have already been talking. I'll come on here. We're going to, we're just going to give these guys um, all the things out there. And here's the best part, even though, you know, express from Sunrooms of Columbia, which is what I own. We have a location in Greenville and Charleston and Augusta 14 throughout the Southeast. And um, so no matter where you guys live out there, if you get with me, I can put you to the right person. And um. We, you know, this is my eleventh year now, JC, and we're on. Um, you know, we do three or four hundred projects a year, and it's just really grown into an amazing, amazing um, business for us here in Columbia.
3: Yeah, a friend of mine uh, that I'm on a group chat with, her parents actually just finished a sunroom with you down there, so uh, you got her endorsement as well. I think I think they heard about it on the show. Not sure completely right. about that yet. Maybe if it's in time. All right, so, John, you know, Gamecocks whole life. Whole life with the game, Cox. If you're, I, I, I know the answer to this because I've asked some people that go back to like the 50s, never <laughs> seen anything like the last two weeks of the regular season, just never seen anything like it.
0: I'd have to agree with that, JC. I'm going to tell you right now, it's so funny. We just had to to kind of tie express sunrooms into this real quick. We just had our annual franchise meeting down in Charleston. That's where the founders of the company are from. And um, Michael Gregory, who is the president of the company, he's down there. He starts out and he says, guys, there's something I hadn't shared with you guys um, that I wanted to kind of go back several years and he talks about how when he was starting and how difficult it was getting the business up and going and flyers on mailboxes and you know all of a sudden he said and then one day man it just kind of happened he and we thought that like you know he, he's talking about him the, the business and stuff he said but there's been some lean years and then about that time up on the screen he pops 31 30. <laughs> awesome dude i'm gonna send you the picture phil you gotta post it next week when i'm on man it was Damn, amazing man. and he just kind of we talked and then of course he had me being the the, the kind of the gamecock guy talk a little bit it was amazing what what those two wins have done jc it's it's revolutionized it's it's brought people out of the woodwork people are back they're excited and and what i found uh, through the all these years is that um? You know, we it's always wait till next year. But the reality of what's happened the last couple of weeks, let me tell you something, man. It's it's a new thing because we have a coach that really, really, just just lives and dies. I man, people don't believe it when you say this, but if Oklahoma called Shane today and said, "Hey, Shane, come back," he's like, "Man, I'm where I want to be." And you know, we we've never had that. I I, I don't I can't think of a time. In all the many years I've watched it, we've ever had that. So, um, it never, never a better time, more excitement. Um, and of course, you guys are are leading the way. I've always said from from day one, and all the time I spent with you, is uh, nobody's better at 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 kind of guiding this thing than Jason Sherbert. Man, you you're my man. Thank
3: you so much. You know, I, I yeah, you know, Spencer Rattler. I think. um You know, a kind of an up and down year with the offense. Uh, We all kind of know what happened. They took the guard. You know, they kind of gave. Put. I've never seen a situation, John, where you put guardrails on an offense and all of a sudden it explodes. I I don't. All my years covered football, I've never seen. Usually, the head coach kind of says, "Well, here are the parameters that you got to sort of stay within." Uh, It's a. It's a guy like Nick Saban going run the football and protect my defense, but this was like. Bizarre, you know, uh, Rattler though. Uh, I, I think that Tennessee game obviously, and then to follow it up with Clemson, uh, I think we kind of understand like now who he is as a player. Uh, and I think he's probably leaning right now toward coming back. Uh, how excited uh, do you think people should be? Uh, if he does come back next year and, and does continue his, you know, how level of play? I mean, that that could be a a historic season for a Gamecock quarterback. Yeah, we lost John.
2: No, oh, he's gone. No, there
3: man. he is. Hey, bud. Uh, turn, oh, you're muted, John. Turn your turn your turn his mic back on. Hang on. Lost your mic, it's bud. On
2: his end. Yeah, that's on his end.
3: Yeah, you can't hear you, man. You gotta fix it. Fix, fix. It. All right, John, <laughs> John's gonna fix it. But, no, you know, I, I do think that somebody was writing that today about Rattler, and uh, I was thinking about Can it. Can you hear supposed- me now,
0: guys? Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, all man. right, so
3: go ahead with the, the Spencer Rattler take, man.
0: Yeah, he, he, here's my take on that, JC. First of all, I, I do feel like he's coming back. Um, I, I think that Shane's going to be, you know, everybody's kind of in an uproar the last few days, but I, I think Shane's, you know, kind of realizes that he's he's someone that kind of feels the pulse of the fan base, and, the importance, I think he'll bring a guy in that um, that Spencer is going to allow Spencer to go out and play. Because with him, that's what you got to do. I mean, the guy just, he, he's amazing when you put him in the right situation. And um, I, I can only imagine bringing in a guy who'll spread it out, um, yet have a, a good running game. If you, if you allow him to do it the right way, next year could be really, really special for Gamecocks. I mean, you know, it's, it, it, it's an exciting time and especially if juice comes back with him and i i'm hearing yeah. that that might be happening as well
3: yeah juice wells uh you know i i think you know he was sort of i mean i don't i don't know maybe i don't want to say yeah i'll say it he wasn't used bright uh, consistently uh during the whole uh the whole the entire season but you know all year john i'm sitting there yelling get the ball juice wells I, I thought he's special. And boy, you know, those last two games, man, 20 catches. I mean, he looks like, I mean, I don't even know if Spurrier had a guy like that. I, you know, maybe similar to Pharaoh Cooper a little. I don't know. I don't even know who to compare him to from that era. Uh, but boy, uh, what, what a special talent. And then getting that first down at Clemson on the screen, that that was just all guts. That was, you know, so, yes. I mean, I how, how does he compare to some of the, old school receivers that the carolinas had the great
0: ones to you man i tell you he um you know when you start listening to receivers there's been some great ones but he's as good he's as good as it is i mean he's you know he's percy harvin good he's he's a guy that can do so many things and um just every time he touches the ball there's a chance he's going to take it to the house, and 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 you just came up with or said what I was going to say, JC. That play, probably the greatest play of the year for him, was that mm. third down. I mean, that was that was amazing. And um, yeah, he he's he's special, man. He's I'd rate him right off the top without even kind of breaking it down. Top five talent-wise, probably top three that we've ever had. And you know, to be able to go out in the portal and bring a guy like that in, I'm I'm, I'm super excited to see what what the portal does for us against again this year and of course me and you experienced this back in 10 with shane and really getting to know him well back then um you know with, with the site um shane shane can go out and reel them in man i'm i'm just telling you gamecock fans have no idea what's in front of them
3: yeah i mean mm-hmm. I, I think things are at an all-time high um but uh you know i think uh you know and john were you at the gator bowl back in the 80s did you go to gator bowl
0: oh yeah man I, i've been to all the gator bowls i remember the first one that you know, when rick tracano got hurt and they brought in a young kid named dan marino and broke our hearts um right before the half willie scott catches one and, and makes it down inside the five and and time runs out before we could score a, you know right on to 84 with lsu i've I've been to them, man, and, and we'll be there again this year. I'm super excited about it.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm going to Jacksonville myself to play Notre Dame. Uh, yeah, and of course, Notre Dame, uh, the 84 game up there was just a – I mean, that, and that wasn't a super-duper Notre Dame team, but what an iconic win during that season coming back and, and beating the Irish uh, during the man, fire ants and magic.
0: Man, i tell you what, I, when we start talking about those times, you – you can't help but get excited because those are the those are the teams that kind of laid the foundation um, for when Spurrier came in and, and really had us on the the highest highs we've ever been on. And um, you know who, who knows if, if you know if, if if my man Joe hadn't hadn't you know passed away on us, where, where we might have been as a program.
3: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, well, there we go. Bigger news to come, and uh, a lot of news we are tracking. So next week, John, we'll probably have a lot of news to talk about. uh, Recruiting and coaching searches and stuff. want to get your feet wet on this segment today, man. It certainly uh, is great to have the return of J.B. King Mancock right here on Inside the Gamecocks, the show. And and certainly uh, appreciate the clarification on uh, Express Sunrooms because backyard, Backyard – Backyard – it was Backyard what?
0: Backyard – backyard retreats retreat we do we do backyard retreats man listen get back there let your vision run wild call one of us we have experts we come out we'll do a free in-home consultation doesn't cost you a dime we'll listen to what you what you're looking for and then we'll kind of help you guide and make that dream come a reality that's outstanding
3: john we appreciate
0: it man bigger
3: news to come ladies and gentlemen right here on this can't wait till next week yeah, see you next week, buddy. Yeah, Take care, bro. You got it, bud. Thanks, guys. John mm-hmm. Barber, bigger news to come. Very excited. First, uh, got his feet wet a little bit here. That's
2: right. Welcome, John. John. More, Love it.
3: There's more coming.
2: Yeah. There's
3: bigger news to come, trust me, uh, mm-hmm. and all that. Backyard retreats. I yeah, like so, that. I mean, so you so I was, know, basically,
2: got, we spend a lot of time on our porch, too, so, you know, kind of closing that thing in would be nice. Keep the heat I've, in. that. Mm. I've,
3: that on your porch, dude. It's, <laughs> I've, had a lot, I've had a lot of great times there, Phil. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I think I've laughed like I thought my eyeballs were going to pop out one night. I laughed so hard on your porch.
2: More than uh, likely.
3: <laughs> so anyway, well, look, uh, you know, that's uh, that's just kind of one of those things. All right. So we're going to take a, a time for another break. Second break. Uh, the first hour yeah
2: let's go ahead and take that yeah, get it yeah lots
3: yeah. of lots of good questions in the nana's porch chat box and, and, and information some clarification i have to have to do uh and all that good stuff so we're gonna um we're gonna take a break and we'll be right back inside the game cast the show rolls on on a friday after this hey man are you sick and tired of your business computer guy
2: yes he takes forever to call me back and doesn't always respond to the requests
3: yeah, same here. I'm paying him good money. I constantly have issues, and I'm worried he's not backing up my network and securing it properly. You know what, Phil? Let's ask Stoneblatton.
0: Hey, JC and Phil. If you want a solution to your IT problems, give Heritage Digital a call. Our boy Matt Odom has a low-cost, one-price solution that will get you running right. Call 843-699-1001 or heritagedigital.com and ask for Matt. will hook you up today and tell them stone
1: sink. If you're looking to sell or buy multifamily property right here in South Carolina, the Burgesson team of Remax at the Lake can help you get to closing fast and easy. Adam and Derek Burgesson both are very proud Gamecocks and are more than happy to assist you with any of your commercial real estate needs all across the state. You can email Adam at aburgesson at remax.net. That's A-B-E-R-G-E-S-O-N at remax.net to get your next deal underway. The Burgesson team proud sponsors of inside the game cox
4: These folks are incredible. iHelpconsulting.com. How can I help?
3: I used to be president of the United States,
2: and I love the show with Phil and JC. Welcome back to the show, everybody. The show is brought to you, of course, by Express Sunrooms of Columbia. We just met John Barber. Big personality. Love it. He's going to be fun to have on weekly, man. Uh, but give John a call for your back. Yard retreat ideas they're happy to talk to you it's a free in-home consultation 803-446-4662 and then of course the first hour of the show as always is brought to you by cindy searfoss and the coldwell banker realty team here in the upstate cindy's right out of spartanburg give her a call 864-414-5271 for all of your residential real estate needs we got blowing up chat bots here, JC. It's like there's nothing to talk about again today. Everybody's speculating, and I think people have calmed down a little bit. We've all taken a breath, sit back, take a beat, just kind of. Uh, all right, there we are. <laughs> yeah,
3: I'm gonna I, I say this too. I, you know, I, I kind of get a "ding dong, the witch is dead" feel from some of you guys. But remember what happened in the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Ding, ding, the richest uh the, the richest, yeah. And, well, guess what? Guess what happened? Her <laughs> sister. <laughs> her sister. I I, I, her I, sister. Um, mm-hmm. l- let me use another analogy from a movie. You remember uh, in Monty Python and the Quest for the Holy Grail? I'm not dead yet. I'm not quite dead yet. <laughs> I'm not quite dead yet.
2: I'm feeling better.
3: I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> warn you. I'll warn you. Uh, I said cool. his percentage was dropping. There are people talking about him staying in Arkansas from the Arkansas Inn. Uh, I've gone from thinking it is likely to happen to maybe not as likely. You never know, though. <laughs> uh, you circle back. You, know, you do that. Um, you know, uh, Clint, there is a picture of Marcus Satterfield out there on a recruiting trip. He's got his, his zipper down. <laughs> so that's uh, that's one of those things. So. <laughs>
2: oh uh, hold on. Hold on, I'm going to have to find that <laughs> So I don't know <laughs> yeah the uh I don't know John just texted me he was like hope everybody liked it and I'm like man yeah I'm sure it'll be great. <laughs> have it back next week. Everybody's going to love you, man. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, that's one of
3: those things but um anyway so so that's the deal there but uh, I can't rule him completely out. So just uh, just don't don't rule out the danger zone offense yet, right? It's uh, not to damper anybody's day. Just uh, say it; these things are fluid. I mean, remember, uh, and, and you know, it's really up to one person, guys. It's up to Shane Beamer. I mean, and, you know, and then I guess whoever the candidate is, they have to mutually decide. But I, I'll say this: it's you know, just don't. Uh, don't rule anything out and keep an open mind. Keep an open mind, okay? Keep an open mind. So that's uh, that's the deal there. And I haven't talked to anybody on Carolina's end of things about this to confirm that information. But uh, I, I, I do believe, you know, things have kind of cooled. And there hasn't been an offer. So that's the thing right there. Uh, Data Sports award-winning chat box. We're going to have mailbag time. Phil, in the next hour, we got a lot of mailbag questions.
2: Yeah, we got a ton so of mailbag. That.
3: So mm-hmm. that's uh, that's the deal there, and uh, we do have the Marcus Satterfield zipper down uh, with Matt Rule, uh, skinny jeans and all, Phil. So I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, text you this right now, <laughs> so we can get it up if, if we can do it that way.
2: Actually, um, send it to uh, send it to our email address.
3: All right, I'll do that during the break. Actually. Yeah, do
2: it during so, the break. We'll I show it again. Yeah, we'll get it, we'll- I, guys. <laughs>
3: I'm not used to being like on video mm-hmm. doing this stuff. I'm used to being like on the radio <laughs> or, or talking into. The, and so I'm moving around. I, I apologize for all that. I, I, will, I I'm bad about that. So, uh,
2: hey, to congrats to uh, Austin B. Right quick, who uh, just finished his exams. Yeah, for the semester, man. Good for you, Austin. Hope you did well. Wishes, yeah. best, me.
3: Shout out to my buddy Josh who uh, graduated today from some nice. Uh, I think I think exactly what it was. Um, uh, you know, bigger news to come. Blister blah blah. blah. So Nictarios Catalyst. Says, so this was all JC's doing. I mean, I guess I was the catalyst. I mean, I, I'm not a complete blithering moron. Uh, I wouldn't have put that out had it not been, you know, solid info. <laughs>
2: uh, it's I wouldn't not have like use a burner account or anything, I wouldn't
3: have done that to myself, man. But uh, I, I figured it's kind of one of those things where you, you probably need to go ahead and, and, and pre- prepare people for the inevitable if, if you think it's a, a good chance it's going to happen because uh, and it's not, it has nothing to do with logins. I, I think after doing some research and kind of looking at it, I, I think the guy's going to be. When he gets to be a coordinator, he's going to be fine. He's going to be good. Um, it was the the resume, you know, another guy you have to kind of project. Uh, and a lot of coaches are that way. Um, and I trust the people that have told me he was a good coach. And I've kind of looked into the, the uh, you know, the, the scheme possibilities and things like that. And, uh, I mean, I don't know. Personally, that's yes, maybe a little – I mean, disappointed isn't really the right word, but maybe like, uh, man, I was just kind of talking myself into this and now the percentage has dropped. So I don't know. Um, uh, I kind of, uh, I, 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 I don't know, man. I don't know. I, talk, I, I talked myself into it based on, uh, good information and, and sort of, um, the plan and all that. And I, I know there's an answer for all that, you know, well, they Satterfield had a plan or, you know Connor Shaw, like Kurt Roper, and I mean, you know, that's why that's just It's such a tough sell because n- nobody wants a projection uh, in the fan base. Now, the fan base had one strong opinion about it, and everybody else had the opposite strong opinion about it. But uh, you know, and, and it's just opinions. Uh, Shane Beamer has not hired anybody. He's not offered the job, so that's uh, that's the deal there. Saunders says something stinks. Money wise, supposedly a two million budget for the role. I think there's plenty of money, uh, that they could spend. Right. But I am not so sure about those exact numbers. Uh, and I'm not so sure that, uh, you know, Tanner and, and, and Beamer went to lobby for more. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know that, that that has happened. Uh, and Tanner and Beamer don't go lobby, uh, the board of trustees. They do have to get the track the contract approved. Right. But, but they, I, I don't know that there's any lobbying that needs to take place. Uh, at least there's not in, you know, functional universities and athletic departments. Right. <laughs> so that's the deal there. So I, I don't, I'd be, if they, ha- if they pay, pay two million for a coordinator, it, it should be Garrett Riley. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. you're going to
2: have to have a name for that. <laughs> yeah.
3: So that's the deal there. Congrats to Austin on his finals again. Um, Berg says you're, you know, correct. John. Uh, very excited about Shane Beamer. Lance says it's lit in here. Uh, Stacy says one of the national guys who tried the portal said so we've been in contact with Devin Leary. Any truth to that? I know sometimes kids claim offers they don't really have. Um, well, look, <laughs> here's the thing. Uh, you guys ever watched the blacklist? <laughs> you ever watch the show? The black with James Spader,
2: James with Spader. Yeah. Red, yeah. Red yeah. Reddington.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to watch it and then I lost track and I'm one that doesn't like to watch reruns. So I've got to go find where I left off on Netflix or whatever. But I used to watch it every, every Friday night, Thursday night, whatever. John Whittle loves that show. Right. And, uh, and, and still watches it. So I need to kind of figure out where I'm at, but one of the things, you know, his helper shows up one day and he's, he's like, she's like Redmond Reddington prepares for all contingencies. Well, I could say the same thing about Taylor Edwards, Shane Beamer, those guys. Uh, you know, Rattler looks like a good chance to come back. Uh, what if he lights up the bowl? What if he, uh, you know, his stocks up? What if he's told first or second round? Um, so there's nothing wrong with saying, "Hey, man, would you like You know, so uh, think about, just think about, it. keep us in mind. You know, uh, that's recruiting that's recruiting. Uh, and so I don't, you know, I don't know exactly, you know, if they take, I mean, I, I don't know any details on that, but I also, you know, I, I also know that, you know, there's a lot of phone calls that take place. Not a lot of, uh, there's sometimes unserious interest in guys, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So that's it. Brian says morning fellas. heard last night, maybe Mais, it was five, six, if that's true, does that matter? He's nah. He's bigger than that. Yeah, man. he's taller
2: than that. Yeah, <laughs> that's
3: that's a Clemson fan trying to fill your head, or or Tennessee <laughs> fan trying to fill your head or something. Saunders, says, any any update on contract talks? Is that what's on the docket for the board meeting this coming week? No, uh, they they get the contract done, and then uh, then it goes to the board. I mean, I'm sure they ask him, hey, would this work? You know, oh, uh, uh, I. uh uh, you know, so that's the thing there. Um, so I, I think Shane's probably going to double his salary. Will be my ballpark estimate, maybe less, maybe more. That kind of thing. Maisie's five eleven. Jan says, do yourself a favor and go out and read Brian Ellis's bio at Georgia Southern. Yeah, now this guy, Brian Ellis, Georgia Southern triple option historically team. Uh, Ellis was at Western Kentucky. I think he knows Clayton White too. So he'll be on our hot board today. Uh, they bring in Zach Kitley and Bailey Zapp. So Ellis becomes the co-coordinator uh, despite having a record-setting offense. Uh, but, hey, they had the opportunity with the quarterback and all that. So then he follow- follows Clay help the Georgia Southern. Now, now, Georgia Southern, historically triple option team. It's like Navy or wherever. That's why. I think Paul – did Paul Johnson coach at Georgia Southern? Yes. Paul Johnson coached there. Uh, Todd Mocken or Jeff Mocken, who's an Army coach there. Uh, and he goes out there and, and lights up the scoreboard like and I think they had the number four or five offense in the country Georgia Southern this year. And they beat Nebraska and sent mm-hmm. Scott Frost packing. So that's uh, that's the thing there. Jan, Jan says it's Stone Blanton, but we know we you know this. You know, guys, we I, will I can fix
2: either,
3: it. <laughs> I can either sit in there and pull all the commercial breaks out and redo the whole thing, which takes an hour, or I can try to keep up with the uh, offensive coordinator search. What would you like me to do? Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs>
3: Stone won't my Carolina Titans says, I kind of wish we could get Sean Elliott back coaching the O-line. Yeah, can't rule it out. I'll just say that. Uh, Joel, realistic Joel, Liam Cohen, back to UK as OC.
2: Was that true?
3: Yeah. Um, uh, oh, my God. Look, man, I don't know. I, Liam Cohen – Good job. I still just, I'm not, it's not a, I just don't like that. Maybe he says, How'd y'all manage to get Bill Clinton to endorse the show? He's a personal friend of mine. Uh, Slow me down, Bill. Uh, is there a no- limit to the number of official visits players in the portal can take? Yes, I think they only yeah. have five, like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, weather Weave in the Upstate. Nictaria says, Always look at the bright side of death. I mean, you you'd probably think that. Uh, You'd probably think that, uh, you know, somebody had died yesterday. Uh, maybe he says, no, it's mostly up to Jimmy Sexton. Jimmy doesn't get involved with a lot. Coordinators, he has some, but not all. It's usually like his minions. JC went against Notre Dame. New OC, huge recruiting finish, and domination in the portal again. That's my boy. If, yeah. if, you, if, you, if you ever notice this uh, post on the thebigspur.com, it, it's almost 90% Rick Flair gifts is that amazing. okay? <laughs> amazing. And, and I'm gonna say this about Burgo Bob or Burgo B. Okay. Uh if he ever said anything about Shane Beamer and the coaching staff, take it to the bank. <laughs> just just saying that about that guy. Uh we love you, man. We love you, Burgo Bob. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, David says, What other candidates is Beamer got on the short list? I mean, our hot board will be out. Uh we're included. I mean, I think some of the additions are like Joe Brady, Mike Shanahan, um, some other guys like that. Um, and we took uh obviously Long goes off, Mullins off, some other guys. Clint says if you have to talk yourself into something, JC, nah, this information. I and mean, I, I'm usually like if I can see something in my head, uh, I'll be like, all right, I'll get involved with it. And I was just worried, man. Look, as like. You know, I'm not blaming Carolina fans for openly questioning it because at some point you kind of feel like you're in Groundhog Day. If you, you know, oh, yeah, everybody's got a new, we'll get a new OC. And then, oh, it's another guy you got to project it. You have no idea what's going to happen. You know, that gets scary when you're talking about having a big season next year. So I understand that. I just, you know, the, 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 uh, the overreaction, you know, I think could be potentially damaging. Uh, now, I said that, so everybody's going to go, if this guy eventually gets the job, J.C. was lying to us. He was just trying to get us to not protest. That's oh, right. trying much. to quiet us down,
2: yeah. I no. wouldn't do that
3: either, man. I mean, I I love myself too much. So Keep in mind, I love myself too much. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. GMI, myself too much. Um, Adam says he's going to be our next Kenny Irons, the one that got away this. Are you talking about the running back from uh, Dutch Fork that Clemson offered? I, honestly... They need a second back. I don't know why they – I mean, I would probably, if it were me, like sometimes you like you can over-evaluate a kid. Like you can say, well, he's not that fast. Well, he's not that big. Well, he's not that this. And then he's just a ball player. You know, there, there's there such, those things exist, folks, ball players. You know, they're just a ball player. Uh, and that's kind of how I see that kid from Dutch Fork. I think Clemson and Dabo are doing the right thing taking I mean, they do need running back depth. Uh, but I don't think he's going to end up like Michael Dukes and have to transfer to South Florida or anything like that. I think I think he can hang uh, at Clemson. Um, there's one tight end by the – oh, yeah, this happened. Trey Kenyon gives up football.
2: I know. I hate to see that. Uh, whatever the reasons are, uh, I hope, you know, wish the best for him, I guess. Uh, is it injury-related? Do you know anything any further? No, you know, no he, he's
3: just one that – I mean, I, I don't – I, three got so much better right mm-hmm. uh, so because he he never uh from what i was told but when the previous staff was here he really um uh, he really was a guy that uh they didn't think would ever play loved the social aspect of college so to speak and uh eric kimry did a great job getting him right put him on the right path and you know he got better and better and better and better but uh you know, I, I think some some guys just get done. I mean, it's been four or five years. He's older. You know, maybe he wants to start a career. He's got a job, maybe a big job opportunity. Um, you know, I know a guy that uh, played football and actually did not come back. He had a year of eligibility left. He's a pretty good player, but he got a job uh, selling medical equipment, uh, which I guess in, in that particular state he was in, in that particular field, it's an extremely hard job to get. But when you get it, you, you make bank, you know, selling I guess, artificial legs or I don't know, whatever medical devices. Hey, would you like a <laughs> leg, sir? Yeah. <laughs> or, or it's like the <laughs> lunch lady on fried chicken day, leg or breast?
2: <laughs> That's right.
3: Or um thesis.
2: You know, and it's uh, my understanding he graduated, too, so.
3: Yeah. You know, so they, yeah, it's probably yeah. a job feels like Beamer missed on his top option, and that's why we're so far in the weeds on this search. I don't think so. Um, Okay, how's Cade Bell from Phil, the school you went to, Western Carolina,
2: not popping up on Mm
3: -hmm. any offensive coordinator searches, 300 passing, 100 rushing, uh, along with Tennessee, Fordham, USC, and Incarnate Word. I I don't know. I'd have to look uh, into him. Carolina Titans is best show ever. Pike says, "JC, in your opinion, why is the coaching search being kept so tight-lipped? Well, did, did we, Wednesday night, you know, obviously, <laughs> so some information got out. Uh,
2: that's uh, why that was
3: pretty legit. <laughs> that, that's Look why I'm what happened
2: here. over the last thirty-six hours. Yeah.
3: That's why I'm sitting here telling you guys, anything can happen. Don't don't if you're like, uh, you know, anti." anti Kenny loggins dowel loggins they don't don't feel like you know that, that you're 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 free and clear mm-hmm. don't i'd warn you uh i think it's a lot less likely a lot but i'm warning you don't <laughs> this is uh this is going to be a roller coaster guys it's going to be a <laughs> roller coaster okay uh so there's the deal there um quantrell says he thinks the Devin Leary thing is covered the bases. I think so, too. Yeah. Because um, – like, oh, Sorry, God, I had a yawn attack there. Uh, he's <laughs> a – you know, he's a great quarterback, really, I, I think, um, you know. Uh, Geo says – GGWO says, I'm sure glad Gamecock Twitter has calmed down. Negative recruiting is a real thing uh, and the kind of stuff that uh, will be told to recruits. Yeah, and look, man. Everybody's like, well, they're going to, you know, because that was kind of the crutch of some of these outraged posts about the guy getting killed in recruiting. No, you're getting killed in recruiting if your fan base is un- unreasonably crazy on Twitter uh, <laughs> and all that. Uh, Brad said Mike Yuva said he was 5 5'6". Er, I'd go measure him, man.
2: Yeah, 24-7 um, listen at 6 feet, 165. Yeah. I've seen him standing next to, uh, oh, who's the big offensive lineman prospect uh, that Greenville has? Oh, uh, Blake Franks. Twenty-four Franks, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he yeah, Franks doesn't dwarf him that badly. <laughs> yeah,
3: and I, I wish I used to live right next to Serene Stadium. Like I could sit on my porch and watch the crowd. I mean, I was like, it was in the parking lot of my condo complex. It's times like the I didn't know Greenville High was going to have like you know, 20 big-time kids, I probably should have just not moved ever. <laughs> I probably would have eventually moved anyway because I didn't meet her. I didn't meet her in Atlanta. I met her in Spartanburg
2: at a, right, at a, yeah. Wedding, yeah, yeah. At a
3: wedding, so I'd probably still be, meet, meet, meet her there. Um, just don't want another NFL brainiac type. That would have been three of the last five. Yeah, my understanding is it wasn't, you know, because you get worried about it because you, you watch some of those teams you called plays for, my God. The offenses were abysmal.
2: Just atrocious, right? Um, mm-hmm. Just just
3: terrible. I mean, and but it's the Adam Gase offense. I mean, you know, unlike the previous guy that came in with uh, the entire playbook of one million plays, mm-hmm. uh I, 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 the next guy, I don't care who he is. I don't care if it's Mayor McCheese. They're not gonna they're not gonna be doing that. I mean the head coach has spoken uh with all that. Um Green Gas put out good tape for four years. Green has put out good tape for four years. Yeah. I mean, look, I don't know. I don't know. I'd probably do it. Burgo Bob is not Hunter Beamer, by the way. (laughs) Not Hunter Beamer. (laughs) Uh, uh, Xavier says, if you're going to go with experiment, at least experiment with with Justin Steph. I don't think fans would freak as bad. I'll tell you this. I can't rule Freddie Kitchens out getting it. I don't think it's likely. He's probably a long shot. Um, And and I would say that Freddie – Uh, Here's my opinion on Freddie Kitchens, okay? I'll I'll say this. If Freddie Kitchens Kitchens wanted to be a college offensive coordinator, right, he could probably be the best offensive coordinator in the country. Um, And and I say that based on when he took over the Browns. He took over the Giants late, right? But it was two games. You can't tell. Two games, two games. When he took over the Browns, he did so meet with a bunch of young guys, rookie quarterback he made it fun just like college, you know, wasn't overly complicated. Um, I think he's kind of a fun-loving guy, you know. Uh, I, I I think if he kind of – I have no idea. I always heard he was supposed to go back to the NFL, whatever. But if he decided he wanted to be a coach coordinator, uh, scaled it back. I mean, I think he's a good teacher of the game. I think he's a hell of a play caller. Uh, if Freddie Kitchens decided that's what he wanted to do, he would be unbelievable. I just don't think that's what he wants to do. Uh, but I would still put him in the long shot category. Uh, Mayor McCheese is renowned for his massive and highly experimental playbook.
2: Give and me Grimace. may not want to bring – yeah, that's right. Yeah, we need Grimace in there. It looks like a yeah former offensive lineman, Grimace.
3: <laughs> yeah. Chuck said, I heard on 1075 Extra Point, it'd likely be done by Monday. guess we'll see. I came over to the best show at eleven to get the best info. I was just told next week. Uh, I was told by the end of next week. So,
2: no, what uh, signing day? Then. Tuesday?
3: No, that's the next week, Phil.
2: That's the following this week. week. Okay, okay. Yeah, they
3: moved it back. It's like the twenty yeah, first.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: 21st. Oh, it's Burger Bob. That's what it is. <laughs> Burger Bob. Come <I'm> on, moron. <laughs> uh, Justin says from having Garrett Riley on the board to. To dowel Loggins is like buying ten drinks in the bar all night and going home with a three. If we're gonna gamble, gamble in house, step or kitchens. Mm. Uh, I don't know, man. Sometimes those threes are fun. They'll <laughs> surprise you. You may think she's a three, and then all of a sudden she fixes you some pancakes in the morning and brings you your newspaper. When you had newspapers, this was my my life was like that when there were newspapers, you know. Uh, You Mm -hmm. like her cat a lot. She snuggles, you know, she has a good heart. She's not going to break you apart. Uh, You see that she's actually kind of mildly attractive in certain lights. Uh, And then she's got a big trunk. If you're me, I I like that. Uh, But not, you know, not, you know, it's very shapely and and all that and sweet. Uh, And then 10 years, 20 years later, you're you're, you're just sitting there and uh, and you're like, yeah, happy. So I, I think sometimes those threes. Hey, now look, we all have different definitions of threes, don't we? <laughs> yeah,
2: right, yeah. Me, it's, it's all individual. Me it's, yeah, that's right. For me very a three
3: is almost on a five point scale. I'm like, well, not too bad. To not- <laughs> uh, some people, threes are just like you know, hell no, you know that kind of thing. So I don't know. I'm like, uh, I don't know. I'm just sitting there thinking of uh, thinking of a couple of chicks back in the day goodness gracious. Glad, to, glad that, you know, it, it, I don't know, maybe I, I stopped with some of them for a minute after a couple of fun nights, I was like, Oh, this is really what I want. I, I thought too much back then. Uh, just like in football, when you're trying to play quarterback and you can't think too much dating uh, I've learned that you can't think too much about it. If you, especially if you're a guy, let, let the girls think about it. Let, let them do all the thinking and you just perform.
2: Go with That's all that,
3: that's all they want you to do. Uh, SC Scout guy says technology's amazing. I'm sitting in my tree stand deer nice. <laughs> watching you guys uh, on my phone with headphones.
2: <laughs> oh, and in the rain as well. Hey, JC, I can't even say. I, I came out of my house this morning. And I was like, I am so sick and freaking tired of the rain. It has rained here in the upstate for days, 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 days. Me, it's awful, man. I'm
3: you know it usually so, doesn't get me
2: down. It's just been just been incessant though.
3: Yeah, I, I, it's raining and snowing up here today a little bit, like a mix. <laughs> drew me. Justin says he's a trunk guy. Amen. 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 Uh contrast says, "Hey, a three can be excellent on a scale of five. All about perspective. I agree. That's right. I think that's what I was kind of thinking too. I'm thinking I'm probably thinking of a bunch of fives back sixes back then. I, my numbers are all off. Uh, that three better have some tricks in the trunk. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Daniel says, tater tears, Phil, tater tears.
2: <laughs> that must be what it is. They're still crying. Oh, I know then, they are and, right here. <laughs> uh, finally,
3: we're, we're, we're going to uh, roll uh, the, the final uh, nanosports chat box. Uh, this is Chuck. Uh, Chuck says this, and uh, it's um, it's amazing. I drank a whole handle of very old Barton from Wednesday PM to last night over the logins news. Now, after a few pedia lights and updates, I'm feeling much better.
2: That's right. That's right.
3: <laughs> Man, I'm sorry. I called some of you guys to go on a bender. I knew it would happen, though. I knew, I knew, I, I, I figured, like, look, okay, this thing's not going to come, they're not going to break till next week officially. But it's the type of news that you know. I think I need to give some people some warning about.
2: You need somebody needs a heads up over this,
3: right? You know. So now it's in your mind, you know, and and, and like the big spur was in meltdown mode Wednesday night, all day yesterday. By today, uh, there was a, a mood of acceptance. It come on the board, you know, and all that. And look, and I, I, you know, talking myself into it now. You know, looking at the resume, yes. Thinking about the plan, no but I know you guys have heard that from me before, you know, and everybody that's been in here that's failed at offensive coordinator has had a good plan on paper. Mm-hmm. I'll say that right now. Uh, so that's the thing there. And uh, Burgo Bob, Burgo Bob, Burgo B, Burgo, Burger Bob, anyway, whatever. Do you see it in your days? where do you see us finishing recruiting-wise and not portal? It's top 15 now. I think it depends on who gets who and uh, if the rankings end up being, uh, I guess, fair. You know, there, there's one guy, Kilgore, needs to be a four, but I don't know if they'll do it. Uh, in the 15 range, it, it's going to be pretty highly right. If they get Nick Harbor, obviously, it's going to boost up. Uh, some of the receivers they're in on, like Tyshawn Russell out of, of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, or Edwin Joseph. They're three-star guys, so you don't know how that's going to kind of affect the formula. I'm not mm-hmm. smart enough to do that. And then there's probably some teams below Carolina right now that will finish strongly. Um, and then you'll also have rankings this year that include the portal. You know, they had last year Carolina Optic. So you got you to do that. So that's the deal. Um, all right, so we're going to finish it off um, and uh, take a break. Back on the other side, uh, as we wrap up the week on Inside the Game, Gamecast Show.
1: Just as your State Farm agent combines good neighbor service with surprisingly great rates, Tony Pope State Farm has been in business for more than 30 years and can handle anything you need in the tri-state area. Once again, Tony Pope State Farm will help you mix and match perfectly. Call 843-851-2222 or visit TonyPope.com today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Whoop, whoop,
3: easy. He's got a tile by the tail. he has. He better hang on, too. People have spoken. Nana's Porch was voted the third best food truck or trailer by the Charlotte newspaper public poll. Also, their pimento cheese, mm, took third in a contest exclusively for products made in the state of North Carolina. I will let Noah Hall tell you about the rest. Nana's Porch, Southern Cuisine with an Uptown Twist. If you're in the upstate of South Carolina and are in need of residential real estate services, Cindy Bass, Seerfoss of Caldwell Banker, Kane is for you. Ask her about the village at Creekside, all of her listings in my hometown of Spartanburg, South Carolina, right there on Daniel Morgan Avenue, married to a lifelong Gamecock fan. And many of our listeners have already bought homes from her and been 100% satisfied with the detail and care she uses. Cindy Seerfoss, 864 864- 414 5271, Banker Kane in the upstate for your real estate needs. This is Braylon Wimmer, South Carolina Gamecock Baseball, and you are listening to Inside
4: the Gamecocks, the show with JC and Phil. Go, Cox.
2: Welcome back to Inside the Gamecocks, the show, everybody. The show is brought to you by Express Sun Rooms in Columbia. Give John Barber a call for your. What did he call it, JC? Recre or no, a uh, backyard uh, retreat. Back- retreat, yeah. Yes, yes retreat. they will talk to you about a backyard retreat. Well worth it. Um 803 446 4662 And now that we've entered the second hour of the show. Uh, the Burgesson team at Remax at the Lake has taken over sponsorship and we will give Adam or Derek a call or shoot Adam an email as the preferred way to get in touch with them at aburgesson, that's A-B-E-R-G-E-S-O-N at remax.net for your commercial or investment real estate needs.
3: All right. Man, it's poor chat box. Uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where the Gamecocks finish in recruiting. Uh, what I like about it, Phil, with the class as far as the rank is, I always thought you know, because I don't like, – you finish ninth or eighth, it doesn't matter. Ninth or seventh, it doesn't matter. Uh, so many of those teams that had always kind of finished ahead of Carolina in recruiting during the must-champ era, don't – you look at their roster and you're like, oh, Lord, this is not a good roster. You know, mm-hmm. so it's, uh, it's one of those things. It, you know, Carolina doesn't have a championship-level roster yet, but it, it certainly – Better than some other folks. It's, isn't it? The, the team rankings are very close, like very close. You know, there, there's not a lot of difference between 10 through 22. Um, but I always thought, you know, a good goal for South Carolina, if if you, if you care about the, the team rankings, is to finish in the top half of the SEC. Uh, which now it's it's seventh or higher. You know, higher than seventh. Um, it will be eighth once Texas and Oklahoma join. But you're not gonna. You know, they'll finish ahead of Texas or Oklahoma. Texas, but the good news is Texas and Oklahoma can go uh, six and six with all that talent, and they tend to do that. Yeah. Texas is, I mean, this is one of Texas' better teams this year. I think they're eight and four. Yeah,
2: they've, they've proven that out. They've, they've got really yeah. high recruiting classes and still can't compete. <laughs> yeah,
3: so that's the deal there. But Xavier says, what does this show devolve to? <laughs> 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 Sorry, man. God, I'm coughing. Coughing, lost my voice. Yawned earlier. It's awful. Uh, Lance says, I love this show. Uh, Daniel says, don't think too hard. GC fan says, less call for alcohol was the threes I ran into. Uh, we talked about Chuck. We answered that question. Rick says, here's one to the threes. Hmm. Um, Craig says, he drank a crap load of gin last night. Uh, <laughs> Tilton asks. Yeah, because there, there's some people. Want to, what I want to tell, yeah, what do you think about Joe Brady? I think what Joe Brady likes to run is exactly what South Carolina ran the last two weeks.
2: It's what it looked like. That's right. It was very reminiscent what? of that LSU offense it, that won the national. It, it, same yeah. kind of
3: thing, man. I mean, it, it, was, it was kind of what everybody talked about when Beamer came in. Joe Brady meets Lincoln Riley, and then all of a sudden, it was just like the. One week it was the seventy six steel, or wait a minute, I got to get past the, the Terry Bradshaw era, the the ninety one steel. You know, it was just different. There was a little little nineteen eighty nine Notre Dame, and there I saw a couple of times. That's right. Um, so that's the thing there. South Scout guy says, I, I hope that Shane does not get all defensive about the hire, starts calling people out like he sometimes does. He will. <laughs> uh, if there's a negative reaction to it, he, he probably will. Uh, you know, I, I, that's just who he is. Uh, I mean. And look, as long as you're winning, who cares? I don't care. <laughs> uh, it's fine. Um, 76 says the longest news is so immediate, imminent, not good. It crashed our party and felt like a Carolina thing to do. Yeah, I understand it. it, it when you look at the resume, it's a shock, you know, because I would heard his name, right? And somebody somebody a while back, great coach. And I was like, well, Arkansas staff, they're pro- this was back in September when Arkansas was trending toward the top five, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, well, that's good, you know. It's that style of offense, whatever, seems like a good guy. And then I looked to the resume, and I was like, oh,
4: mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> Uh Oh, beef sandwich, you know. Uh, this guy – Sure. Offensive coordinator four or five times in the NFL, but it's all in the NFL and then not a lot of production. Uh, in fairness, he coached for some terrible teams. And in fairness, uh, Adam Gase, after that one year with the Broncos didn't really do all that much. Right. Um, so in fairness, you know, the guy never had players were an uh, ideal situation. Um, still, it, it, you know, as far as like my own personal philosophy on these things, which doesn't matter. I'm not Shane Beamer. I'm not. It doesn't. It doesn't matter how what I think. It doesn't matter what I feel. It doesn't matter. You know. I mean, I, I'm. I am uh, not qualified to have an overwhelming opinion on, on this. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you my opinion. But as far as like, am I right? And everybody, no. Uh, I was right about the Satterfield thing because people could see it from a mile away. Right, and and some of the contacts I have that pointed this out to me about the previous OC, uh, when you ask him about you know logins, they they were like wow we love this guy blah blah so so at least you know if it comes to that it won't be like the the, the plan won't be anything like the last coordinator, hmm. um so that's the deal there uh, so uh, I, uh, I I don't you know like I said I can't rule it out but I, I just uh, I wanted to kind of tell you that from what I'm hearing on the other end he's staying out there in Arkansas Carolina has not offered it. So um Justin says what is accepted first hired loggins or Clemson to accept we uh what is what was accepted first hired loggins or Clemson to accept that we beat them and knock them out of the playoffs. Yeah there's some living in non-reality and disbelief over the, the Cade Kobe Klubnik situation when well
2: according to know, Dabo they're they're in a playoff this is a playoff game <laughs> No, Dabo, it could have been, except y'all both ran into us. <laughs> it, 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 you know,
3: Dabo. It, it, look, I, I appreciate he tries to be he tries to be somewhat diplomatic whenever he's talking up his opponent. He he'll always say good things about the opponent or whatever. So I always listen to his and and he goes on and on like he he is his Shane probably tops about thirty minutes, maybe gets to the forties if there's a lot to talk about. Dabo is like two separate videos on TigerNet. It's like a chapter. It was the best of of times. It was the worst of times. It was, you know, all in, hair on fire, you know. Um, And so Dabo, uh, he'll go on and on and on. And, you know, he was talking, but he also said Tennessee is not, you know, structured to play defense. They're structured outscore people. We we play defense here. And then what happened? (laughs) Uh, Carolina just threw it over the top of them. And, mm-hmm. and it, sh- it should have beat him worse than they did, uh, and, and so Tennessee's probably going to remember that. They've got a a good month to get Joe Milton ready to roll. Uh, right. They've still got all those receivers. They still go faster than anybody they played this year, including Wake Forest. You know, I don't know, I don't know if the Volunteers will win that game or not. Uh, but but I would be careful about this is a play, you know, because because what he's trying to do is say this is a playoff mm-hmm. game and. They go down there and get fired up and uh and win um win the game, you know, and then it gives them a boost in the next year. We beat balls, whatever, uh, just like the game cracks did. But um I'd be careful about that backfiring. <laughs> Last time Clemson was in the orange bowl and faced an offense like this, Kevin Steele got fired.
2: Right. At 70
3: <laughs> to <laughs> against <laughs> West Virginia.
2: Uh, so I'd, I'd be terrible. careful
3: about. About poking the bear because Clemson's players, you know, a lot of them into the playoff before played Alabama and Ohio State. And all this, you know, they, they know if it's Tennessee, they're you know, they're going to get up because it's an sec team and uh, a tough team to play. But you know, Tennessee's going to get sky high for this one, you know, uh, and rally around Joe Milton. Now, I think all Clemson's got to do is pressure and 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 kind of play their game on defense don't play one of those games where they don't play defense for a while and that'll be mm-hmm. fine um h-man said you think that with all the momentum we have right now would be the time to land a riley or browse type candidate you know i with, with riley it's just tough because he's in the playoff and all that with browse you know i i'll just probably say that it's probably not the opinion of, of some folks that uh, browse and, and riley are kind of one and the same they're both names. And I love no. Kendall Browse. But you know, you've got to hire the person you think's a fit. Uh Tilton says, So do you really think login is official? No, no. In fact, the uh Tilton, the, the percentages are dropping right now. Um Stingray says still still talking about talking about Texas. Let's get yours after Manning gets there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know that either one of those guys are gonna win championships at Texas. Uh, yeah, um, I'm
2: not sure either. Yeah.
3: Tough I think you pecker just the said, name
2: with one. I don't know about yours though, but
3: <laughs> T- tough pecker goes the threes are how I became so tough. By the way, when I say pecker, I mean, rooster, you know, like, you know. yeah, no, just of for course. the, if, if the FCC, uh, Nick says, so y'all hold info to see where it goes. Uh, or if you have stuff told to you, you post it or talk about it on here. um, some info I'll hold back. Uh, if I'm asked to, I mean, I never burn. i never burn people on that. If, if, if they ask me to, you know, not say anything. Uh, but no, I, I don't, I don't believe, you know, like this, this logins thing, I, you know, I, I had it on, I mean, that, that's kind of like my, uh, you know, uh, you guys have heard me say, I don't like to call myself a journalist anymore because I'm embarrassed by a lot of people that call themselves journalists. Um, not in this market necessarily, but like in politics and other sports writers. I'm embarrassed because they they don't, you know, they're basically all editorial writers on all subjects. yeah. Uh, and I am too. You know, I get my opinion and write columns, but I don't want to call myself a journalist. But I do have a background. And when I'm relaying information, if it's a rumor and I talk about it, because I'll, I'll be more likely to talk about a rumor here than on the message board. Uh, I'll say rumor rumor has it, this is a rumor um, you know I, I won't say anything else and I don't I don't put out like uh, you know there's a big difference between a hot board which is like supposed to be every name you've heard in connection with the job from all sources that are legit you don't just go ask uh, you know Bobo the dog faced b-boy if uh, if he's heard anything and you put it on there it, legit people you know and that would be other insiders from other sites at schools that the co-coach coaches at, or it could be, um, you know, these coaching search people that, that cover the coaching searches, or it could be staff members at Carolina, it could be players, whoever. If they're mentioned, they go on the hot board. You know, for me to say it looks like it's going to happen and that Beamer zeroed in on a guy, I got to have that from like at least two of my best sources, most of the time three. Uh, so that's when I do kind of go, hmm, put my reporter hat on, Uh, and go. I know it's confusing. I know it's confusing. Um, Longo to Wisconsin, Quantrell says, and somebody else asked about this earlier. Have fun with Longo running that offense in the Wisconsin cold. I just don't see it. Power run game, man, but uh, boy, Wisconsin's getting away from who they are. You got to be careful about this. Tennessee did this when they hired Lane Kiffin. It blew up in their face. Nebraska did this when they fired Frank Solich. You guys remember that? We're going to fire Frank Solich and hire Bill Callahan and and run this passing offense. We're going to, we're going to evolve as Nebraska. uh, They (laughs) they
2: just
3: hired, they just hired Marcus Satterfield as their OC and uh, Scott Frost, their golden boy, uh, who everybody in the country wanted as a coach. He comes home. uh, I think he finished 13 games (laughs) below. I mean, they have problems, problems out there. Game time is how many college coaches did not make it in the NFL. There's quite a few. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lou Holtz and Steve Spurrier, are two of them.
2: Yeah, uh, Nick Saban. I mean, there's lots Nick of big Saban, names. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, Butch uh, Butch Davis, Bobby Petrino, um, Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin. Now K- Kiffin's kind of going backward, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah,
2: he started there and then started and the,
3: uh, OC at Southern Cal. Started uh, with the Raiders and then kind of goes backward. But yeah, a lot of them. I don't think. I don't think NFL production and the fact that the, the, uh, Loggins does not have, uh, you know, has bad NFL, the, the bad NFL production is not disqualifying for me. And none of it's really just dis, disqualifying now because I've kind of thought about it. But I'll say this, um, if, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, you know, qualifying statement and all that. You know, as far as as far as that goes, what was I saying? God, I forgot what I was saying.
2: We were talking about NFL coaches.
3: I got yeah, I got strategy. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. I, It's not disqualifying, uh, and none of it really with Logins is disqualifying for me. What 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 I don't like is guys that have no collegiate track record at all. That that, that was to be, the biggest
2: red flag for yeah Luggins the runs. resume because yeah.
3: mm-hmm. you you get worried that. You know, the, some of these guys – but, you know, Logas is also a different guy. It's not like he's somebody that's, eh, yeah, I'd rather be back in the NFL, whatever. You know, he took an analyst job. I mean, he, he left his last coordinator job and took an analyst job at Penn State under Mike Urchids and James Frank. Okay. Uh, I think that shows uh, – hmm, I think I'm going to coach college ball now hmm. uh, after 10, 20 years in the NFL. So he goes back and um or 10 years as a coordinator, you know, 30, he was for coordinator 32. So he goes back to Penn State, then Arkansas calls him up because they got a tight end's job and he chills out and he, he goes back. Uh and he's been learning the college game there. And and what what the only and I'm not trying to sell him, okay, but what what I thought about that maybe gave me a little more hope than you know, with with the exception of the dread I had with the message board reaction, that was dreadful. What gave me a little more hope was, okay, a lot of these NFL guys, when they come back, they don't know. And I said this yesterday, I have no idea how to recruit at all. And he's one of their best recruiters. So that means an important aspect of the college game he had an understanding of. Uh, and so he probably understand you can't use 147, you know, Different formations in a game and uh you know, pull the uh, radio flyer with your hundred page million pound paybook. Come, Mr. Biggles, you know that kind of thing. Come Mr. Bigglesworth. Um, yeah, that's that it's too
2: stuff. much, too much to do for the college game. <laughs>
3: yeah. Blake said Prime got a heck of an OC quickly, puzzles me why it's so difficult for us. It's not difficult. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's what that's what people don't understand. It you know, Shane Beamer's operating on his own timeline. He's not out there, you know, offering it to seven guys. They seven guys turned it down, oh, my God, you know, that kind of thing. It's just a different timeline. Tough Pecker says Arkansas Insiders on the board are confident Luggins is staying, as of just a few moments ago. That aligns with everything I've said. Um, Johnny says, I also believe the OC has been hired, and it's a tactic to keep Notre Dame off balance. If you think about it, the tight ends are pulling out. Which means they know something we don't.
2: I, don't know. I mean, you were. If we look at it now, it looks like you were going to lose two regardless, and Bell and Stogner. Um, Atkins is out of eligibility. eligibility. He's yeah. playing, he'll
3: play in the bowl game.
2: Right, but he is going to play in the bowl game, and then Kenyon was the one that was just like, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, our, Chad, I heard Chad right.
3: Terrell may come back.
2: And see, that's good.
3: Um, and then there's I a
2: freshman, you know, what, Xavier Short could play. We got two weeks to get it. him ready.
3: I can see it. Realistic Joel said so many of these complainers are dense. Yeah. I think it's awesome that Re- Realistic Joel has now come around. Yeah. To, to <laughs> team beamer. Uh, and look, guys, like, you, you think about this. It's not – say what you want about – any offensive coordinator resumes you want. I understand we've all been burned by it, right? Nobody wants to hear projections and ifs and buts. And then, you know, I'm not saying excuses for why guys failed at previous stops because sometimes a lot of those reasons are completely valid. This is why you failed. But you had a head coach, you, you heard that about, well, he just failed at Florida because of this, this, this. Here's why this is going to be different. You know, he failed here because of the Roper did this, this, that, you know, that I, spare me. <laughs> you know, I know you don't want to hear it, but what gets me is like, look, you got to look at like what's going on, like with the pro. I mean, you know, this is one part of the off season. It's, it's important. I'll say right now, uh, you know, it's not as important, you know, and, and we talked about that and this is probably our fault because before the last two weeks of the season, everybody's like, Shane's got to go fast. he got to go fast. He's got to save the class. He's got to save the roster. Well, that so much changed because of those two games, right?
2: Yeah, it, it, it really did. Yeah, it, it, it completely altered the landscape at that point. It bought you some time. Yeah, just like you said, it buys yeah, you a little it, bit of time. It bought him some
3: time. So I don't. I don't think there's a rush now. And so, oh my god, why am I yawning? I don't understand this. Um. So that that's the deal there, uh, with, with with all that. And so I I, you know, I, I don't I don't think there's a a big rush to get it done. But uh, I think that, uh, you know, even if it happens, you know, January 5th after the bowl, it's fine. Uh, I think the most important thing right now, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I lost my train of thought there yet again. Yawning, train of thought, coughs, nose, snooze, look. Crazy!
2: Your phone is blowing up, too. That's not helping. Phone's blowing up all day. Yeah, (laughs) I am
3: distracted. I'm distracted. But but today, guys, I have to keep an eye on it, right?
2: Yeah, that's right, yeah.
3: (laughs) Have to keep an eye on it. Something crazy may happen at any point. But, uh, you know, I, I think if you look around and see what's happening, you know, what's more important, keeping the players and having a good recruiting class, getting portal additions, winning the bowl, gearing up, continuing this great momentum. Uh, or tearing it all down and putting a blowtorch to it because you don't like the resume of an offensive coordinator hire. And I'll say that about anybody they hire. You know, uh, people are talking like we're going to lose all the the recruits and we're going to lose all the momentum. No, that's in people's mind. You know, that's in your mind. You choose uh, if enough fans got so mad about something that hadn't happened yet, And went all over Twitter and had like a Tennessee Greg Shiano style meltdown. Phil.
2: That Um, that would be different. Yeah.
3: Yeah. That's, that's not only going to, you know, uh, not only are you probably going to get a crappy OC anyway, uh, you're not going to have any players (laughs) and it's very unfair to the head coach that just won those games. You know, so I think there's a nice balance. You can be critical and discuss it without losing your mind. Right. Uh, and that's kind of the thing there. Johnny says the, the thing there. Uh, 76, my whole thing about an OC position. We don't need a hopeful hire right now. Yeah, and that's the thing I thought about with Loggins. Like the timing's just not
0: right for it. Right.
3: You know, you, you bring in somebody that, and I don't think it has to be a name, but somebody that's really good that lights it up and he gets a head coaching job, and then you want to go hire Loggins. Fine. I don't think anybody would complain as much. No, um Connor says we should in no way compare what happens here with what Dion is going to do at Colorado. That tenure is going to be unprecedented in so many ways, good, bad, or otherwise. I was surprised Sean Lewis got that job. And for. he's a hell of a coach, man. And his, his OC is really good too. Andrew Souder. Um, Joel says he got over his Will Muschamp PTSD. <laughs> Yay!
2: That's good. How much therapy did that require, Joel?
3: Mm. <laughs> He, he put Still his thinking. face he put his he put his face in the fan like it. Put His face in the fan like it uh Blake said it's a major mistake to base the OC hire on if players stay i disagree um at the same time i don't think that's happening you know what i'm saying uh, i mentioned those guys were staying because they like the guy but those guys are staying because they believe in the program and and you know unless there's some crazy hire that gets made where Rattler's like I'm not playing in this system or I'm not doing this um I think they'll, they'll stay anyway uh but but I do think you need somebody to fit the personnel you have next year uh and I'll tell you this right now South Carolina if if everybody returns they pick up some guys in the portal that kind of thing they're going to win a lot of games next year or set themselves up to it's the SEC and sometimes offseason hype for, for teams kind of around South Carolina's end of things like Missouri's hype. They don't win, mm-hmm. you know, Kentucky was hype this past somebody pick Kentucky to go eleven and one this past offseason. Bravo, sir. Very yeah. no good. I think it was it Stinchcomb or Doring won one of those guys on SEC network. Maybe it was Doring,
2: I think. Yeah. Brilliant.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. I knew that. <laughs> How's that, that feel
2: right today?
0: Happening. Yeah. Um, is, I know.
3: Ar- Ar- Arkansas had injuries and tanks. You have injuries, you have all kinds of things that can happen in a season. But that's a lot of good personnel. And, and that's, uh, that The schedule next year looks on paper to be much more manageable than this year's. Uh, and, and this year they won eight games. Craig asked me to talk about, uh, Carolina rise, uh, Quantrell, you got a good question coming up too. I'll answer after the break. So first break, uh, uptick in Carolina rise. Okay. So right now, so we had 250 paid members, uh, and then, you know, guys, if you hadn't noticed, Ray Tanner released a video promoting Garnet Trust, Carolina Rise, the Park Avenue Collective, all that great stuff. We appreciate that. Thank you, Coach Tanner. Um, and But even before that, people got mad about the jeheem Bell thing, and, I, and so they all started, and some friends on the Big Spur and all that were like, you know, spreading the word, tweeting about it. Everybody's excited. Um, so we probably grew. Okay, so we want to get. We want to get to our, our goal for the 1801 Club of 2500 right? So we, which is ha- roughly less than half the size of the paid membership of the bigspur.com. Uh, so we are now, we went from 250 which I think is 10%, uh, to 500 so 20%. So keep spreading the word. And when Ray released that video, it was more than 1801 Club. People coming in. I mean, somebody just threw fifteen hundred dollars in there. Some people, some guy did five hundred a month. There were a bunch of one hundred to one twenty a month. I mean, man, it 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 got the the amounts ticked up as soon as Ray released that video. Uh, and then the daggum uh, Dole Loggins news breaks, and it it died. And two or three people were like, "I'm taking my eighteen dollars back." You know, I was like, "Oh, yeah. brother, oh no." Um. So that's it, but yeah, whoever said Dion made a heck of a heck of an OC hire is right? Dion did. Mm-hmm. Dion has to have good assistants, man. I can't see Dion dialing anything up. Just, no, just You got
2: to think he's he's yeah the epitome of you know the CEO head coach.
3: Yeah, maybe he says Prime is going to run it win at Colorado. I have no doubt. That's what they needed to do is go hire guys and get people excited. That used to be a great program. Mm-hmm. Then being in the Pac-12 now kind they kind of hurts them a little bit. Uh, but it is pretty good. Okay. Thank you, Craig, for asking that about Carolina Rise. Uh, got this question from Quantrell coming up. we got to get the mailbag questions. So what we'll do, we'll come back, we'll rapid fire the mailbag questions, Phil. All right. Uh, and th- then we'll come back to the chat box and wrap up what's been a very, very interesting week on Inside the Gamecocks, the show. Uh, we'll, we'll have one more break after this too, by the way, but we're going to take this break right now after these messages. We'll be right back. Hey, man, are you sick and tired of your business computer guy?
2: Yes, he takes forever to call me back and doesn't always respond to the requests.
3: Yeah, same here. I'm paying him good money. I constantly have issues, and I'm worried he's not backing up my network and securing it properly.
2: Oh, I feel that, man. My head hurts, but I have a good lead on a good idea. I'm calling your boy Matthew Odom today from Heritage Digital. Heritage Digital is an IT firm that specializes in making sure your IT network runs like a dream. If you have one or 500 employees, it doesn't matter. They do it all for one monthly fee and have clients from South Carolina all the way to California.
3: Yeah, I heard that monthly fee's low too, so I don't know why I didn't even think of that. Uh, Do you have 843-699-1001 as Matt's contact number?
2: Yeah, man, I sure do that. Or you can go to heritagedigital.com.
3: Man, I hear they do a no-cost assessment. Boy, this will help me.
2: Yeah, I bet. (laughs)
3: I'm getting all that and encouraging everyone else to do the same. Heritage Digital, 843-699-1001 or HeritageDigital.com, a proud sponsor of Inside the Gamecocks, the show.
0: You can't handle the truth! Gamecock Nation, do you need a place to stay for the big game? Many hotel booking engines keep all the commissions, but at Fan Plans, you support Inside the Gamecocks, still earn your hotel loyalty points, And you receive an email with direct confirmation from the hotel. Whether you are visiting Columbia to cheer on Carolina or hitting the road to follow the team, get in the stands with fan plans. Yep, time to get back to the show. Shoot.
1: All right, my man.
2: welcome back to inside the game cox the show everybody jc sherbert phil mullinax here with you shows brought to you by express sunrooms of columbia give john barber a call 803-446-4662 to get your outdoor retreat going have a little chat about that it's free for them to come in and give you Hi. an estimate talk about your needs yeah what you got man
3: I was like, backyard retreat, Bo.
2: Backyard retreat, Bo, yeah. <laughs> he, says, he says Bo a lot. He's like, Bo I'll just
3: tell you this right now. Mm-hmm. No, he was
2: fun to have. I'm looking forward to having on here. One of the most unique human, human
3: beings I've ever met in my life. but great freaking guy, man. Um, yeah. So, uh, and tell about the Burgess, team. I know I interrupted you
2: there. No, oh, yeah. Call Adam or Derek or shoot Adam an email at a Burgesson. that's a B E R G E S O N at remax.net for your commercial and investment real estate needs. They are based hey. right out of Columbia. I think what Lake Murray area, right? Yeah. yeah. And then,
3: uh, the, the OG of my sponsors, the, I help consulting mailbag.
2: That's right. Let's, we pull will that up. Let's go.
3: So you start with, uh, with John here at the bottom, John, burrick and we'll go from
2: there john burrick jc and phil just wanted to thank you guys for putting on the show thanks for listening john as a city of charleston police officer listening to you while i'm on patrol is the highlight of my day gas uh ooh, what oh this has been a great year for game football highlighted by the fact my eight-year-old son jack finally got into football and watched the games with me this year that's awesome yes. john yeah it's all about family man He decided Marshawn Lloyd was his favorite player. Good choice. And Santa is going to bring him a Lloyd jersey for Christmas this year. No question, but just wanted to thank you guys again for the show and let you all know we're doing a great job. Well, thank you, John. We appreciate what you're doing down there in the city of Charleston and happy to see that the the fans getting on board.
3: Yeah. John, uh, Uno brand uh, is uh, Marshawn's like NIL uh, gear. I've got, I've got something. Um, I've got something from him—a sweatshirt. It's really cool stuff, and he's he's kind of got a message behind his gear. So, if you're looking for that extra little stocking stuffer, uh, go to Uno Brand. Uh, if you go to CarolinaRise.com and scroll down, I've got all the players. Uh, I had to t- I took Genevieve Bell's off the other day, but I've got the other players that like the Rattler gear and all that good stuff. So, if you're looking for a place to go shop uh, and help the players and buy some really unique stuff, clothing-wise, uh, head to. Uh, carolinarise.com, uh, you'll have to scroll down because it's the website leaves a lot to be desired formatting wise I know that but scroll down and uh, we have a section there that has uh, all a lot of the football players uh personal gear that they sell and you know they get that money It's that's their enterprise right so yeah um, that's where you go to do that and if you Well want that's to my it,
2: favorite to NIL, too, JC. I think that's yeah. kind of what the spirit of it was all about anyway, was them being able to promote themselves and market their brands without, you know, the NCAA telling them they can't do a cooking show on YouTube and, you know, sell their own t shirts.
3: Yeah. Uh, Mr. White has a question. Yeah. I mean, you no, know, the, the cooking show on YouTube is what floored me. I was like, you guys are a bunch of Nazis. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's <laughs> like the, the SS. I mean, you're, you guys with your stupid rules. I actually
2: yeah trust I me like your your YouTube Google Ad dollars are not killing it on yeah. no. <laughs> yeah.
3: and the guy it wasn't like he was sitting there talking football the fact he was a football player had nothing to do with his cooking show other than his audience he's like an actual dude was a good cook man mm-hmm. made, made me hungry you know uh, yeah. I'll say this too um I'm going to quit using Nazis because people use Nazi too. It's easy to kill somebody a Nazi these days. Um, I'm going to save that for the really evil people. I think that the NCAA is a lot like my dog. He has his rules, and if you violate them, um, he'll go bark at you, right? But he he has a very uh, uneven and nonsensical way of enforcing them.
2: Right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Not a very right. even temperament. Yeah. So right.
3: They say dogs have the emotional intelligence or intelligence, maybe a one or two year old human. I, I think the NCAA is probably a little bit lower than that, mostly across the board. Uh, but there are also people that I think would, you know, stick their fingers in their rectum and refuse to say it's stunk. So you have arrogance and ignorance, people. That's a lethal combination. You avoid yeah. people that are both arrogant and ignorant. That's, uh, you know, just don't ever leadership if they're in a position of leadership in a company or whatever, avoid that. Avoid that. So, Justin says, do you have some answers this morning? Because it's night when I'm writing this. <laughs> we're hearing from the front lines of whiskey heaven when, when they, yeah. these come in at <laughs> night. You know, uh, Beamer said many were interested in the job, but the best job is Dole loggins. Was there really not enough much interest? Was there not enough money? Is Shane's blind spot the same as Must Champs? Does Shane strike out? Go with his first, like Browse, his first. Br- also, I, I know that enough to know this: Kendall Brows was not his first choice, and was not. And, and I'll say Kendall Brows was never offered the job. He did not turn it down. He was he was never been offered it. Um, and goes with first choices recommendation logins. No, and I can answer that without a shadow of a doubt. That wasn't just. I mean, that wasn't. Uh, that wasn't Brows turning him down, and saying, "Hey, go hire this guy," you know, that kind of thing. Soda City says, I hope this, he said, Kenny Loggins. <laughs> he said, welcome to the danger zone. I hope it works. Uh, why go in all this weird NFL thing? It doesn't work. It's not what Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, and Clemson do. Well, I will remind you, Ohio State's offensive coordinator that's now their head coach from the NFL. Uh, Clemson's continuing to promote from within. Uh, since Chad Morris, Alabama's offensive coordinators from the NFL. And Todd Mocken was in the NFL uh, and Alabama, Georgia are both pro style offenses. Ohio state runs a little bit more spread and Clemson too, but you know, that, that is what they do now. Here's the difference. Uh, Todd Mocken and Bill O'Brien at Alabama, Georgia had a uh, lengthy track records being good in college at the college level. What would be scary about, Dowell Loggins is a uh, no experience calling plays in college, you know, that kind of thing. And I think Monkin was pretty bad in the pros. Uh, but Bill O'Brien had good moments, you know, before, but you even see he struggled at the end. So uh, but specifically City, never fear because it's not looking as likely as maybe it was last week. Uh, all right. So uh Jonathan, yeah, who got Jonathan comes in, once you yeah. read that.
2: This cannot be Beamer's fault. He has done too many smart things to do this. Concerned about this hire. One results be uh, been fired everywhere for lack of production. It's everywhere that all of those are NFL, I would qualify. Two, length of time at each stop. Again, NFL. Three, Arkansas was the only barn burner against the Cox. Four, another pro offense. Five, supposedly in on head coaching gigs. So if it goes well, same boat next year. Mm-hmm. Could it be that the OC hot board candidates all passed for perceived jobs? Is the administration handcuffing Beamer financially? Thoughts? I don't think Beamer's being handcuffed uh, at all from what our understanding is. It's <laughs> probably right the opposite, that he has lots of money available to him to make a good decision. Uh I don't know about other candidates. I mean, here's the thing: we on these hot boards, we're throwing around a lot of names, a lot of big time names. But like you know, JC just said, some of these guys may not even be considered by Shane Beamer to be part of the, the you know, may not be on his hot board. Let's say, yeah, like some Briar. some, of, some and, of it is
3: guys that are interested. Yeah,
2: yeah, and then there are some that are interested. Uh, but there may not be mutual interest. So it was like, we just really don't know. Until, you know, the pens to paper and the contract gets signed, it's going to be just this this cloudy question mark that flops around. And and you got to go with, you know, your your best people. And if your best people are saying one thing, it's leaning in one way, then, you know, if it's strong enough, you put it out there. Uh, it's not like anybody was trying to purposefully mislead or, you know, take over the... <laughs> Yeah, or, or just
3: making it up. <laughs> yeah, know. I mean, yeah. Uh,
2: I think hey, I know we, how we can have our biggest day on the show, JC. Let's put. I let's called put, him up the other night drinking. <laughs> let's put. Think of a name, Dowell Loggins. Boy, that sounds like a funny name. We'll have some good fun with that. Yeah, I just, uh, the other,
3: if, if Liam Cohen would have been Liam Cohen. By the way, went back and he, he, he was. He, I don't. I don't think he was a serious. uh Love I'd love to say I'd have been surprised that she ain't gone in that direction, but Liam Cohen going back to Kentucky is the OC. Um, mm-hmm. so maybe he did want to come back to, to, to college. Um uh if if it was if it were Liam Cohen yeah, Liam. Liam Liam and uh, and and Dowell Loggins. Loggins, <laughs> Cohen, give me a her bagpipes, you know
2: anyway uh i mean i like different guys that aren't necessarily getting a lot of you know run on the hot boards like i i have been looking into this shanahan guy about a jmu i find him to be a very intriguing
3: candidate yeah (laughs) the only thing about him is he doesn't coach quarterbacks you'd have to go hire a quarterbacks coach um and and finally they could call a couple (laughs) <laughs> Me too. I know a couple of three on speed dial. Two are from mm-hmm. Burns and one's uh, hanging out in Columbia that used to be there. Uh, that would make
2: everybody feel happy about themselves. <laughs>
3: yes. Uh, Shane goes, Shane Phillips. Can you guys ask Tough Pecker who the new OC is going to be? I feel like that information would be as accurate as anything else we've seen. LOL. Love the show. Still guns. in here, Tough Pecker? Keep <laughs> <He, he> up <laughs> the awesome content. Yeah. Now, look, I, I, the, 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 the Dowell Loggins' stuff was legit, man. I mean, I'm going back and forth with our Arkansas guy and there. I mean, that it was real. It was real. But no official offer. And looks like he's just going to stay. Uh, just got a text that said he had a meeting with a recruit today. And the guys talked recruit, recruiting. The recruits were very much reassured that, that Dowell Loggins is going to stay in Fayetteville. So there you go. And so, uh, you know, and, and and so, so my question becomes this because I I do know for a fact this guy was, you know, it was heading down that road. Um, that he didn't get the offer. Uh, I don't think it had anything to do with what's on the message board. No coach makes decisions like that unless you just mm-hmm. unless you just kind of thought, yeah, this is going to cause our fan base, who's they're really fired up, they're they're giving more money. I mean, seriously, money's pouring into Carolina Rise the other night. I'm sitting there cel- almost celebrating. And then this news hits, and I have to report it, and I'm like, and it just went. Um, so uh by the way, Jason says nothing special. I thought it would be funny commercial if you start <laughs> man manscaped as a sponsor after the Cam Smith comment about nuts. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah that's <laughs> uh so look, um so 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 that's the thing. I mean, you know, I don't I don't think Shane did that. so so my question becomes. So who's getting it, and and who's the guy, you know? And because we've all heard probably done this week, is it a guy that maybe we crossed off saying there's no way he can get him, like a Brian Johnson or a Garrett Riley? Dare I say? Because there's some reason I I just don't believe that Beamer uh, is gonna do make decisions based on message board fodder. Uh, that, that would, he, he doesn't, he doesn't really roll that way. um, And so I don't think it was a, Oh God, the fans are going to get mad. Let's back off. So, so that's my question to you guys. Who do you think he's out there talking to? I'm going to try to find out my best, but
2: well, dude, we uh, just don't know. <laughs>
3: yeah. I'm just like, you know, uh, because the, there's a lot of Garrett Riley buzz in certain circles and I, I, I think we all sort of just ruled it out because TCUs in the playoff and all that. I mean, there's still people talking about it, but heck, there are people talking about, uh, you know, there's still people talking about Dan Mullen. <laughs> now, now, now the Garrett Riley talk's kind of not on Twitter. It's kind of in the, uh, I would call it the donor class of Carolina. Um, there's a lot of chatter in, you ain't know, politics to say it. There's chatter in the donor class. <laughs> There's chatter in the donor class, Carolina. Chatter
2: died, in the donor but, class. You know,
3: I, I just think it would take like an overwhelming deal and a, and a strong desire on the part of Garrett. And Garrett could also, you know, you know, this has happened before. You don't have to wait until after the playoff. You can hire him, and lots of coaches get hired places and then they coach the playoff and all that. And then come on, you could announce it. So, anyway, we got to take our final break here of the week, Friday, December the 9th uh i'm gonna call this foobar friday because i've been messing up all day <laughs> just just with the just with my execution my, my i don't know my head's a little cloudy and stuff and i middle of the show i started getting really i getting really sleepy so mm-hmm. i don't it's been know a what long week is. well it's 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 cloudy outside there's no natural light pouring in on me so i kind of feel like it's night i did get up at four o'clock this morning so maybe that's it but anyway We're going to be back after these messages to wrap it up with the chat box and all of you as we send you to the weekend on Inside the Gamecocks, the show after these messages.
1: Gamecocks.
2: I love the smell
0: of night palm in the morning.
2: What's up, Gamecock fans? This is Pitcher Noah Hall. If you want some delicious food for your event, I suggest visiting nanasports.com today to find out what they all have to offer. It's really good southern cuisine based out of Charlotte, my hometown. I hope you guys go check it out. Go Cox and go Nana's. I've been expecting you, Mr. Powers.
3: Sometime in the near future, there's a good chance I'll move back to my home area of the upstate of South Carolina. And I'm going to tell you right now, there's nobody I would use to help me find a new home except Cindy Bass Searfoss of Caldwell Banker Kane, located in my hometown of Spartanburg, Daniel Morgan Avenue, married to a diehard Gamecock, 864-414-5271. Give Cindy a call, 864-414-5271 a proud sponsor of Inside the Gamecocks, the show
4: how can I help you? Hey,
3: Mo Cobble here from Carolina Gamecocks. You're listening to Inside the Gamecocks, the show
2: with JC and Phil. Welcome back to Inside the Gamecocks, show, everybody. Show sponsored, brought to you by Express Sunrooms of Columbia. Give John Barber a call uh, for a uh, to schedule. I'm sorry, I got distracted reading something on the internet. Welcome to my world distracted by the internet here. Yeah I think that's
3: why I'm distracted.
2: You know I know, I know. There's a lot going on. Well, I anyway, go all, uh, yeah, Give John a call to uh, set up a free consultation about your outdoor retreat today, 803-446-4662. And of course, second hour of the show is brought to you by the Burgesson team at Remax at the Lake. Give Adam or Derek a call or shoot them an email at aburgesson, that's A-B-E-R-G-E-S-O-N at remax.net.
3: Alrighty, righty. We thank all our sponsors uh, for everything uh, out there. Nanosport, award-winning nanosports stream yard. Or, I'm sorry, chat box. My God, JC. Um,
2: Here it is. Get- no, Kevin's got it. Get your head in the game, clown. Clown. <laughs> clown.
3: Clown. <laughs> Give me a beef sandwich, clown. Uh, Chuck says, check out early. 84-year-old mom Christmas shopping. Be careful, Chuck.
1: Have a yeah, second
3: and stock up on Pedialyte. Amen, sir. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Uh Saunders says Shane seems like the type of dude to put out some fake names to see where the leaks are coming from. See, this didn't leak. I tracked it down and asked. So it didn't leak.
2: <laughs> I saw that put forward on Twitter the other night. It nah, was like this name just... is just to see where the leaks are. I'm like, that's called a
3: that's called a red herring. Okay, let's put something out that's not true. Uh, and if I hadn't heard this guy's name a few months ago, I, I may be inclined to believe it, but I tracked it. I mean, I'm I'm pretty confident that's where things stood. Uh, and KFC says, what happened to all these people interested in the OC job from Shane? That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that because of impatience, <laughs> everybody's like, well, all these guys are out and he can't find anybody. That may not be true. There may be some guys out there that, They've never been off the board, right? Uh Grover says he's going to the portal, transferring to Waffle House. <laughs> Man, I could use me some scattered smothered cover. That's the same.
2: That's the closest
3: strange. Waffle House to here is uh 175 miles south. Boy. <laughs> the uh, southern the the the, uh, the southern part of Illinois, which is just like South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Um Berg says uh JC he didn't fold to the message board. He didn't. I, I would sh- I'd be disappointed and shocked uh at Shane. Like I would be more disappointed in Shane Beamer if he did that than if he went and hired Kurt Roper to to, to back, come back to South Carolina and call the offense. Mm-hmm. Uh Crager says A M probably wants Riley too. I don't know, man. That's a lot of that's a that's a that's a clash of the Titans waiting to happen. Uh, down there. Slaughter says, Joe Brady ain't happening. Well, he did turn down Oregon. False report. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Uh, now she can get her shots again. Five o'clock shadow was really showing. I don't know what that is. Getting your game in the game clown. What about Zach Kitley? He was at Western Kentucky. Yeah, he wasn't there with Clayton White and Jimmy Lindsey, though. Uh, he's at his alma mater, Texas Tech. Now, he was on our harbor. I think we took him off the hotboard today because he hadn't heard anything about it. Uh, James Sinton says, get Mike Shanahan. Who's going to coach quarterbacks, though? And if you're trying to get Rattler back and all that, I mean, you're going to give him a, a guy's never coached quarterbacks, so that probably wouldn't make any sense. Seggy says, perhaps Connor Shaw could be the quarterbacks coach. Could be. Lance is happy again. Lance, play it, play it, play it. By, uh, the, by the way, Lance, uh, I sent your 1801 club magnet in the mail. Uh, Craig says, "How long? how often do you shave the dome? I shave mine daily.
2: Oh, well, oh, you know, if I could show y'all, I've got, I actually have hair.
3: Oh, Phil.
2: I, I need to shave my, I was actually going to do it today, Craig. <laughs> Sometimes Sonder. I let it go. Just get lazy.
3: Sonder says, JC, let me have this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All
3: right. I can't consume any more alcohol. He said,
2: <laughs>
3: <Okay>. <laughs> Sonder says, Waffle House franchises are cheap. Just say it. Anybody want to build a Waffle House in Homer Glen, Illinois? I'm all down for it. It's a Waffle House kind of place. Boy, good God. Could you, I can see in there. Like, you'd walk in there in the morning. be like nine, ten people in there. Do you hear it? Eh, 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 beef, pork chop. Eh. The pork chops would be hey, give me the pork, pork chops. Do you have Italian beef and jardiner? Okay, good, good.
4: <laughs>
3: well, I think it'd be very popular because like the Dunkin' Donuts here is literally in a gas station. And they have a table, and the old dudes, kind of, or older dudes. I mean, I'm, I'm an old dude, just a little older than me. Retired guys, retired gentlemen. How about that? Uh Sit around, and have coffee, and gripe. And it's chap, JP bricker don't like him. Like, the,
2: like the Hardy sets down here. Like they, Like that. Yeah, that yeah. Kind of yeah. <laughs> well, I think a Waffle
3: House would be extremely popular.
2: I've never you know? seen one fail. No. Of no.
3: Not. Um, James says, "I'm sure we can get the, get can out the quarterback coach Mike Shanahan has a name. It would stay there a while." Okay, I'll. I'll. I'll he's not related to Kyle Shanahan and Mike Shanahan, the older one. Right?
2: Shanahan. Yeah, different. Yeah, no relation. <laughs> he's a different Shanahan.
3: He. <laughs> this is the the Shanahans from Dublin, are the other ones. This is the Shanahan from Belfast.
2: <laughs> Belfast Shanahans. <laughs>
3: He knows Dola Loggins really well. <laughs> now I remember Mike Shanahan from uh, Pitt. He played tight in there. Good player, good player, and I think he's a hell of an OC. I'm just like right now, you need a quarterback coach OC, and you need a pretty good quarterback coach too. I think uh, because I'll tell you folks, there is no tomorrow with with the portal and all this crap today. Yeah. There's no tomorrow in college football. Every year, you're going to have to reset your roster. And, and instead of saying, um, saying the, uh, the, um, instead of saying, God, I just got another distracting text. Um, <laughs> instead of saying, I'm worried about the long term and all that, I think it's going to be every year you set your roster, coaching staff, and gear up to win that year. Yeah and then let the chips fall they, where they may. Carolina has been, uh, thanks to I think the culture Shane Beamer has established and the culture that is what won a lot of games this year because those kids never gave up, right? Um, I, I think that helps guard against that a certain, to a certain extent, but I think every coach is going to end up being like there's no tomorrow. So, hey, you hire Joe Brady. He comes in here like he's at LSU and he's at one year. Uh, it's worth it if he leaves and everybody else leaves, uh, if you get to Atlanta and play for the, your second sec title ever, and you better get to Atlanta while you can, while there's divisions when when there's really like one really dominant team you have to beat uh, because there's going to be about like nine that you have to be better than to, to, to <laughs> yeah. get to Atlanta from now on. But look, I'm, I'm going to say this uh, uh you know, that that's that, that's, that's the mindset of the game. And I, I'm the same way. I'm like, Oh, you don't want a guy's one and done, shoot, man! And, and and you somebody said earlier, you don't choose a coordinator based on what your players want, and I agree. Or a handful of players, I agree under the old way, but I think now, I mean, you know, you, you sit here and 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 don't do the very best you can next year uh, by passing on a coordinator. You think he's just going to up and leave for the next big job? But he'll come in and help you win games. Uh, whereas that used to be a good call. Now I think that is a a big gamble
4: mm-hmm. because there is
3: no tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow you could have a, a bad year where you've got injuries people are wanting you fight you go four and eight everybody gets once you fired. you lose half your team in the portal because morale's down. Uh, that culture guards against that but no culture in college football none is immune to this new world we live in, right? Uh, Brandon says we can get Mazio Bennett. I feel really good about it. It's not done yet, but I feel really good about it. See, Mazio called a complete caused a complete meltdown, right? <sighs> a, two, what are we, two weeks post sat? What, what do you call it? Like, like that. Well, we're gonna start calling it like it's the year of our Lord, 2022. Friday, December ninth. We are nineteen post nineteen days PS.
2: Nineteen post days Sat, post
3: Satterfield. Post Satterfield. <laughs> Praise be to God. Yeah. I like it. Praise be to God. Time maybe maybe that'll be part of the new opening. I'll I'll get there and be like, Hello. For 19 days PS post Satterfield. <laughs> Praise be to God.
2: We're fighting against the Dao and Sarah.
3: Kruger said, What's Elijah Davis waiting on? Well, he's visiting Tennessee this weekend. So I don't know what that bag, when it drops, it'll look like for him. So we'll see. Uh, David said they should open the transfer portal after football season is over. They used to. uh, But everybody's like, We need to, we need to. We need to kind of regulate it, and the geniuses of the NCA said, "Ah, oh, they're not busy during December recruiting yeah. high school players or getting ready for bowls or hiring staff on. members. Let's just <laughs> throw another thing in there. Throw them another pork. Yeah, going to my waffle house and throw oh, them another pork chop on there with some gravy and chili. Thanks, mm-hmm. Bears. Uh, all right, Saunders said it'll have a McDonald's logo on it for sure.
2: <laughs> the bag, yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. So anyway." All right, much love to all you guys. Thanks for sticking with me today. I, I don't know if this is my best performance. I don't know why I'm so tired. We're going to figure this out. It's been uh, great. Yeah, it has been. J. Rock says post
2: satocalypse.
3: Post Um Brandon says how did ended up signing? Marquee Anderson end up signing on the seventh. He probably signed a probably signed the paperwork and didn't fax it in yet.
2: Yeah, I'm just holding it in until
3: 21st. Yeah. KFC says, how many tight ends do we take now since we're training? I can see two from the portal and as many as four from high school. Uh, if you count Nick Harbour, it'd be like Nick Harbour, Reed Massaka, Connor Cox, and Cameron Sandlin. Uh, and then I think they'll probably try to get two from the portal too. But does that say something about the offensive style that's on its way? That Maybe tight ends are kind of just bailing? I know Jaheim didn't bail because Jaheim's not a tight end rest of them. I am very curious about that, Mr. Bigglesworth. (laughs) Anyway, guys, thanks so much for tuning in. We love our Nana Sports chat box. Uh, we love the iHub Consulting mailbag. We got some guests coming up next week. We got Michael Bratton coming back next week. Yeah, Michael
2: Bratton will be in Tuesday, and then working on a couple more. Of course, uh, we'll we'll have John Barber back on because he's going to be a regular occurring guest yeah. here. And, and don't forget
3: Keith. Keith will be
2: back. That's right, Monday Keith on Monday. Of, of JG, course, the-
3: Chris Phillips, our there cast of characters, down. and we got some more folks coming on, so it'll all be awesome. For Phil Mullinax, J.C. Sherbert, everybody. Go run down your dreams this weekend. Uh, and uh, to Lance Player, have a couple of Bush lattes for me. Uh, Phil, you have a couple of uh, Modellos for me. Indeed. And I'll, I'll have uh, many, many. Every year they have this huge party for the Army-Navy game. The, the bar owner is a Navy guy. And played on the 84 Navy team to beat Carolina, so I get a lot of oh, crap yeah. from it. Uh, but he gives out free Navy gear, and I think it's cool. So we always go to that tomorrow, so we'll have fun. Uh, anyway, guys. Uh, James, who's calling the bowl game? Uh, Shane's not going to announce it. So if I find out, I'm not going to announce it either because uh, originally I said you got to shield that guy in case things go wrong, but Shane thinks it's, it's going to be a strategic thing. So I, I, I don't know. It's going to be an army. I mean, a, a kind of a, you know, a, a group effort if you will. My guess is Freddie Kitchens. will so have a little bit to do with it. Zev Nolan, maybe. Zev Nolan may be the best play caller that out of all the guys you've heard that you could hire. Just can't give it to him now. All right. Sorry for talking too long. Gamecocks are a passionate subject. (laughs) Uh, I hope there's nothing that destroys the message board this weekend, folks. Have a wonderful one. For Phil Molenk's J.C. Sherbert, this has been Inside the Gamecocks, the show. Have a great day.